1: This program may be found offensive by pencil pushing, bean counting, research-loving program directors, and radio consultant goobs. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be.
2: Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the broadcast plaza and teleport speedy. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs, Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us here on the Rick and Bubba Experience. Still to come, uh, we'll be talking about some of the stories from the weekend, but right now, Bubba, we got to talk weather. Yeah. How oh to talk weather.
3: He's a man with a big weather plan.
0: James Spann, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? I'm well, fellas. It is a treat to be here. How are you?
2: You know, James, uh, it's, James, what happened to your background? Yeah, you've you, you got your green screen back here, but there's nothing <laughs> on it.
0: Well, Skype is the worst platform in America for doing this because they okay. will not let you route your fancy switcher into this. So really? you have to uh, just use the camera. I can't show my graphics. I can't do anything. That's I, why I we apologize always Zoom for that. Here. Yeah. So, so Zoom is...
4: Sorry. We're on... Uh, we're we're, not, we're on Skype today okay. because
5: Zoom, uh, it looks like uh, from Twitter is having major issues, so we we had to go yeah. with a backup. Well,
2: the Chinese have finally said enough. Mm. Uh, well, one of the one of the things that 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 I didn't know. See, I'd always wondered on, on something simple. I understand about the conferences and all the different people. Why people seem to always go to Zoom now over Skype, so I, You know, me being a big right. you know not knowing anything about the tech world. I'm like, well, I thought Skype was, when did we make that move? Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. Zoom Zoom was more
4: friendly for the people wanting to do all that.
2: Yeah, I just thought that meant, you know, for the multiples, I thought if you were just by yourself, Skype was just as good, but now Spanish and now there's some issues. Nope. Uh, Zoom offers you more options uh, as the Chinese grab your information. Uh, So, so James, uh, let's get to it. Uh, You know, when we left you last week, uh, we had uh, two uh, storm systems that had the potential to become hurricanes. And maybe even uh, pull off something that's only happened uh, twice in the last
0: 100 years of weather. Uh, So update us. Where are we? Okay, well, we got our tropical twins. First off, we have Marco, and Marco is very ill this morning. It's not doing well. Uh, Marco overnight just was sheared apart in the Gulf of Mexico, Uh, and so the winds continue to decrease at one point yesterday. Marco briefly was a minimal hurricane in the Gulf, but strong winds out of the south have blown the top of this thing off. So winds are down to 50 miles per hour, and that might be a little generous. It's probably weaker than that. And what's going to happen with Marco, it's mainly going to be a rain producer, and it will be turning left and moving along the Louisiana coast today. So it's just mainly a rainmaker for uh, the central Gulf coast today. That thing will dissipate around Galveston tomorrow night. So, you know, Marco could create some heavy rain. There might be a brief waterspout, maybe a brief isolated tornado it. somewhere, but the <laughs> bottom line is Marco is not going to have a high impact. The next one probably will, and that's Laura. And don't you know, don't you know that we should have had Polo instead of Laura? Have you guys seen the petition? Uh, yeah. This this big petition has got like a half a million signatures now. That's so change the name of Laura to Polo.
6: Marco Polo,
1: Marco Polo.
4: So
0: are you, James? Are you saying Laura killed Marco off? Uh, you know. No, not really. The, the, what killed Marco was just bad conditions. It got into a bad part of town, you know? It's kind of like being in a bad part of town after midnight. Just James, don't be there. It,
2: it was so funny to watch you, and you actually said this uh his winds are maybe 50 miles per hour and i'm probably being generous as if you didn't want to hurt his feelings <laughs> it, was, it was like you know, it's like look i'm probably being generous about this marco Let's face does it. not have feelings Let's face it, he's a loser yeah yeah right. but, but, but is this is
4: this totally somewhat struck. disappointing in the weather circles i mean you don't want life to be lost and damaged but this was going to be a major event for people who follow, follow weather
0: yeah, you know, for, for some of the weather weenies that they really wanted, you know, both to be major hurricanes and why, I don't know. I mean, if you had two major hurricanes back-to-back back coming at like New Orleans, that's a just total disaster. You don't want that. Oh, no. So well, Now, I, the, the weather end-of-time people,
2: man-made climate change, they wanted it too. You know they didn't. Now, they've forgotten that it's already happened two other times in the last 100
0: years. Yeah. <laughs> they don't remember that. But they really wanted this so they could jump up and down about it. Yeah. And I, I will say, I think there's a little disappointment I see in some voices today that this thing did not rapidly intensify approaching the coast because that's a narrative that you know, they want you to think that every tropical system will rapidly intensify every time it approaches the coast, and that's not true. You know, and, and the water is awfully warm. That The SSTs, the sea surface temperatures are anomalously warm in the Gulf, but it, uh, that's not all that goes into, you know, hurricane formation and hurricane intensities. It, it, and this thing just encountered this horrible shear, and it sucked in dry air. It ingested dry air for about 12 to 20 hours, and that's going to choke these things off, and that's what happened this time. So, and again, Marco's going to produce rain. If you're in uh, Biloxi or Gulfport or Gulf Shores, you'll have rain at times today, and there might be some flooding issues, but the, the bottom line is that it's just not a big deal what about we got to watch i'm about Hmm. to say we let's not get our eye off the ball here because laura (laughs) is coming up it's currently over cuba and obviously with the interaction with land it's going to struggle but once that thing gets up in the gulf the shear should relax and conditions will be more favorable for laura to reach hurricane strength and maintain hurricane strength and this one will likely move into the western louisiana coast not new orleans that's the eastern side the western side toward lake charles Uh, Wednesday night as a category two hurricane, it might approach major hurricane strength. That's category three. So that's going to be the more formidable system. And, you know, one thing about Louisiana, the good thing about Laura, when it comes in like that, most of Louisiana, south of interstate 10, it's swamp, it's marshlands. There's just not a lot there except alligators and stuff. So uh, we, we think that, you know, the biggest city that will be affected would be Lake Charles directly. And then the remnant circulation comes up through Arkansas during the day Thursday with heavy rain. So the heaviest rain from Laura, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi. Some locations might receive over five inches of rain. There could be a few isolated tornadoes. And there's going to be some storm surge issues. But again, the bulk of the storm surge issues on that Louisiana coast were. You don't have a lot of people there. You don't have tourists there, which is kind of a good thing. And then that will be curving up into the northeast United States, and that will be long gone. And after that, we'll probably have a break for a while. So the greatest concern with Laura, uh, the Louisiana coast – uh, Wednesday night of this week, and maybe some flooding for parts of Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi. Wednesday, Wednesday night, and Thursday. Some folks may be seeing over five inches of rain. And before we go, guys, I I had to mention this on this date in 1992. Does anybody know what happened? It was a big hurricane, 1992.
6: Oh, I thought you you were talking
2: about Pete
0: Rose for a minute. Hurricane Andrew. Andrew, mm-hmm. bingo.
2: Greg knows he's uh, working for the power company. Then right, he, he hard was hard one worker. of he was one of Andrew's angels. There you go. <laughs> had, had it on his shirt and
0: everything. Yeah, Stayed that, down that there thing about a month. It, it, it this was the day it made landfall in Homestead, Florida, Miami-Dade, wow. south to Miami. Wow. It, it, you know, forty-four people died. I think sixty-five thousand homes were destroyed. It was a, it was one of four Category Fives that hit the United States, Category 5 at the time of landfall. You had Camille in 69, Labor Day in 35, Michael in 2018, and Camille in 1992. And this was the date on this date back in 1992. And then later, it came up through the Gulf, hit Florida, couple of days later that caused some damage there but the storm is not as intense in louisiana but uh, notice that was the a storm that was a very slow season uh, you know we didn't have that many hurricanes but as we say all it takes is one and that was the big one back in 92
2: james greg got to go down and you know and, and try to help these people and greg you you just told us what it looked like when you got
0: there it was like a bomb one. there was
6: nothing as far as power lines standing at all where we were at nothing from, you started the sub and just rebuild
2: the whole thing. He said Jack- it looked like you had now just had land you wanted to try to build a community on that nothing was there. It
4: James, was you, you kind of pointed to this, but I mean, is there uh, any truth to the fact that if you don't have some of these storms to bleed off the energy, once you do get a big one, it it just it intensifies more. Is it good to have the little? Pressure releases along the way, or does oh, yeah, it matter? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, like, for example, these two systems that come through the Gulf of Mexico this week, what they're going to do, the, the, the name of the – Uh, What happens is upwelling. It brings up cooler water from below. So instead of this sea surface temperature of like 85, 86, 88 degrees, it can cool down to like 79 or 80. And that reduces the amount of heat energy for the the next system that comes through. So having systems like this is a good thing later. But when you've got the A storm and nothing has been churning up the water – it can be pretty nasty. And Andrew is, uh, again, it was nasty. Like Camille in 69, for those that remember that, it, it, those are just and horrific storms that you don't want.
4: And James, too, that being a sea storm, so there wasn't a lot of storms prior to it. Yep, exactly. Good point. Oh, boy, Bubba,
2: what a chime in. Boy, Bubba. Good. They're good. You oh, know, I, I do weather brains every now and then. <laughs> J- James, thank you for
1: the update. <laughs> Thanks, it. James. Thanks, and fellas. Have a good day. And don't
2: be self-conscious about the green screen. It was fine. Yeah. fine.
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba you're listening to the rick and bubba show
2: 21 minutes past the hour rick and bubba show thank you for being with us so rally auto parts upcoming events uh, they're going to cut off uh, if any tables are available, of course, with all the spacing and COVID and all that. you know, Nothing we're doing anymore has as many seats as it, it would have if this had never happened. Uh, what a great uh, ministry, His Way, Re- His Way Recovery Center, and uh, getting some uh, testimonies from people just hearing about us being part of helping them raise some money this Thursday night back in Huntsville who were incredible hosts this past weekend, which we'll talk about that. Uh, So if you would like to be there for that banquet, I'll be uh, honored to be the speaker. You can get those by going to rickandbubba.com under events. All the information is there. The cutoff will be tomorrow. Uh, So uh, if you make a move on that, if you now think, hey, I could go to that, uh, then I'd love to see you there. And then of this Saturday night, the Sportsman's Banquet in West Columbia, South Carolina, Grace Baptist Church uh, will be there uh, themanchurch.com. We'll have all of our stuff set up and resources, and they'll be implementing that men's discipleship strategy. So Saturday night, looking forward to seeing all of you that are attending, uh, that men's event at grace Baptist church in West Columbia, South Carolina. So all those can be found at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Think O'Reilly auto parts for all your car care needs, get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly auto parts, better parts, better prices every day. So this past weekend, Bubba, Gridiron Men's Conference. Now, I uh, – Beautiful
4: I had, Huntsville, Alabama.
2: I had made – this is the first time that Huntsville has ever hosted this uh, conference. It's been around about 12 years. Tuscaloosa, Alabama has hosted it. Birmingham, Alabama has hosted it the most. Uh, and Huntsville, Alabama hosted it. It normally is on Father's Day weekend. Uh, COVID ruined that. And then, of course, they uh, put it back to this past weekend – did all the social distancing, did a really good job with that. I mean, the, the Probe Serena, I guess it probably – and I could, I'm could. i just guessing, and I'm probably way off. But I know it, it seats at least probably 6,000 people, it looks like to me, maybe more than that. I think it's more than that. Maybe more than that. But anyway, so they, they only allowed uh, 1,500, and, uh, and so that was uh, – and they spread them out, and everybody you know wore the mask, and it was great. And we had the, the manchurch.com. And, you know, these, these are these moments right here when you, you got men sitting there singing – uh, and you kind of see how everybody's kind of spread out mm-hmm. uh, all throughout the arena. So uh, we had uh, on Friday night we had uh, 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 Josh Ravis. By the way, found out I've been mispronouncing his name the entire time I've been promoting it. Uh, <laughs> and I told, the, in, in uh, out of Jacksonville, Florida, he was fantastic. David Jeremiah, uh, of course, always fantastic. Love, love he, David David he's uh, he is uh, he is just to uh, be around and listen to the teachings. Of, and I have like you, Bubba, for a long, long time. Loved hearing him. Charles Billingsley led. Uh, Led worship. Michael W. Smith was in concert. Then on Saturday, uh, Phil Waldrop uh, spoke, uh, followed by Steve Farrar, and uh, then I had the chance to uh, to have the uh, job that nobody wanted, and that's following all these people. And that's and Phil Waldrop has made it pretty clear. I asked him years ago, and I talked about it and got a big laugh. I said years ago when he started moving me that slot because I, I, in the early days I wasn't in that slot. And I said, "Phil, why in the world, who in the world wants to follow this lineup?" And he looked at me just straight, and he said, "Well, I'm certainly not going to do it." <laughs> and, uh, and I said, "Okay, so I guess that's on me then." So, anyway, some funny stories uh, from the weekend, and there were many. And got to meet—I will tell you this: I don't—I don't know the number, and I could be off, but just from my, because you know, we weren't able to interact like we normally would have. Mm. You know, it was all very—you know—smaller periods of time, and everybody with the mask, and that—that's weird because you can't understand what people are saying. You don't know who anybody is, you know. Um, and then Charles Billings, he's walking around because he thinks he's got the antibodies, like he's all bold. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so the men that I was able to to meet, just from what I was keeping up in my mind, and again, I was limited not as much as I would have been able to in the past. I think they were more men from outside of Huntsville than even from Huntsville. Yeah, I mean, they were men from our audiences all over the place. I met new I'm, multiple people from Illinois, from uh, all over Kentucky, from Indiana, uh, from Louisiana, Mississippi um, and uh, and I'm, I'm sure there's some I'm leaving out. I had, had uh, one guy just looks at me and uh, from Baton Rouge, you know, and and then there was another guy that came down from Illinois or I, I think or was it was in Indiana. He said, "Oh yeah, he said I drove seven hours wow. and I, and I, you know and I was like, so they they came from all over it, and it was a powerful, powerful weekend. And hopefully, you know the indications of, of these men uh, that God changed their life. Uh, you know, you hope that's uh, sincere, and you see that solidified. But it was a incredible weekend. But when we go somewhere, there's always going to be fun. Oh okay? yeah, and uh, and and just what an honor for me to be able to sit there and listen to these, especially these older guys, and to be to have access to their teaching, and and they've just been such great mentors for me, and, and especially Steve Ferrar, who i have. I've gotten to know, but Steve Ferrar is a man from Texas. I mean, he's a Texas, and he's, he's, he's hard. Big guy. old
4: rough and tumble he, he, guy. He,
2: he's hard-nosed. He yep. played a little ball, yep. you know, and yep. and uh, so he's that kind of guy. He walks in the room. Greg, it's almost like if our dad had done men's ministry. That's Steve Farrar. Okay. It's like when he walks in the room, everybody's like, everybody on your toes, there's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Straighten so up. So you have these people. So first of all, I'll give you this, and this is, you know, hey, guys. And so Steve, and I'm standing up, and Steve <laughs> is always going to have on a pair of jeans and a black shirt. I've never seen him anything else. Okay. What's wrong with that? Hey, Bubba. Hey, hey guys. And 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 he and he so so anyway so we're standing there so Charles Billingsy and I everybody's terrified of COVID. Okay, and all we do and everybody's talking about and everybody's like, hey, somebody seen Ferrar? Because Ferrar's gonna show up about twenty minutes before he goes on because he doesn't like a bunch of photos You know what I mean? Hey guys, and so I hear the security guys. anybody got a Ferrar signing? And everybody said, yeah, he said he's on his way. And he just really wished we'd stop calling him. So anyway, so he gets there. I'm talking to Charles Billingsley and walking in with the smallest, most thrown on mask I've ever seen is Steve Ferrar, And you can tell he's frustrated to have it on. And it's just an old surgical right. mask, whatever. And it's barely on. <clears throat> Look, and all this. So he walks up and Charles has giving me this thing about him clinging to, to his life in the hospital. Right. And, right. And we're talking about his COVID experience. And now keep in mind, I've, Text back and forth a few times with Mister Ferrar, and we've talked, and you know we've been talking about. And, well, hey, I even gave him. The, hey, looking forward to seeing you, and <laughs> all this, and we've talked a little bit about what we're doing with the dot Not once has this ever been brought up. I do not as if I was saying that that uh, that the, you know I need to tie my shoe right in the middle of our conversation. we always, said, hey guys, yeah, I had the COVID, <laughs> and I was like, what? And, look, look, and, and and I said, you you had it? Yeah, I had it. All right, so uh, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna get up, uh, Rick. Really you, you, and I was like, no, but Steve, what?" But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, had yeah, yeah a little f- brain, a little foggy. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, all right. So, uh, so I, and look, and, and Sir Charles I said, looking at me." And he goes, "Is he telling me that I'm being a drama queen?" <laughs> <laughs> about to, you know, I mean, Farrar said he had the COVID, like like I was just, yeah, 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 I had the COVID. And so, um, so I, I made the mistake in, uh, oh, and yeah. uh, and I'll come back and talk about this because you yeah, know so- socially, you know things. And I'm so glad you weren't there. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't. Speedy, if you'd been there, if you'd been there, you know, when you have every every friend or acquaintance that we have, no two people are the same. But yet, you can take people and kind of put them in little categories. Right, right. Over here's these guys, and here's these guys, and and you kind of know, you know, what these guys like, and and what what they what they're open to, and what these guys are. But what's bad is when, as we're getting older, I guess everything's up for great. when you forget which category a person's in. Uh-huh. And you treat them as if they're in the category they're not in. Mm. Right. And I'll explain that when I came back. It, it led to a terribly awkward moment. And, um, <laughs> and, 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 book, and you know, Rick Steve's book. no nonsense. You know, he, he's, he's no nonsense. Uh-huh. Hey, guys, cut your crap. Yes, okay? <laughs> hey, we're not called to a spirit of, of fear, period. And we're all sitting there looking around, and uh, and he also said that the, he invented a new uh, Greek word. He calls crap craposo. Oh, I'm nice. just making that one up.
1: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Stories from the weekend, allform.com slash Bubba, allform.com slash Bubba. Uh, this is a, this is handmade, American-made uh, furniture delivered right to your door. If you're looking for a chair, you're looking for a new couch, a sectional, uh, any, uh, you know, I've, I've got one that I got from allform.com slash Bubba, and I love it. I mean, delivered right to the door. It's all leather. Uh, now, you don't have to go leather. i understand well, there they go. There's the guys with their leather. Well, okay. Well, I mean, there's other fabrics. And they'll even send you samples of the fabric so you can uh, you know, see exactly what it looks like. Sometimes pictures don't do justice, and they understand that. Uh, so they'll send it to you. There's no obligation or charge for that. Uh, and, all, and how about this? You have a forever warranty, a forever warranty, that they'll make sure there's any problem. That's the quality of this furniture, and it's handmade right here in America. Also, don't forget that you have the uh, 100-day uh, trial. Uh, you know, if you uh, if you have a problem or you don't like it and you don't think it's what you want it to be, that's fine. You'll, you'll get a free full refund and no shipping charge to you, and they'll take it right back. It's really revolutionary. So check them out, allform.com slash Bubba. That URL is going to save you 20% off anything that you buy. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So so over the weekend, you know, the Great Iron Men's Conference, thanks to everybody that got there. Thanks to Phil Waldrop's ministry. Uh, for uh, for trusting us and uh, trusting me with the opportunity to speak there multiple times. And um, in, uh, in, in all these men, that uh, I was so glad I was there for the whole thing because I really got a lot out of it. I know it helped me. I hope it helped a lot of other people. But so, and now more than ever, huh? Uh, so the, the more lighter side. So in, in my category of friends, I have, you know, you and I, Bubba, you know, we're warm people. You know, I, I like water, to you, think that I'm warm. Yeah, we'll talk in a minute about how the different types. Not, not like 99 or 100. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, yeah. 98.6. But you know this in in man world, <laughs> there are men and who who are full on embracing huggers. They'll hug. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there's men I'm that there's men that they don't they yeah. they, they, they do not right. hug. A They're an, yeah. anti hug and they want a firm handshake and that's it. Right. They might take a fist bump. Yeah. Right, uh, but they're they're not going to hug you. That's not their thing, and they're very uncomfortable with it. Right.
1: Well, the which wor-
2: brings
4: up a question: mm-hmm. Has the handshake died? Will it ever come back? Yeah. But anyway, that's another. Yeah. Topic. Well, I will tell you,
2: Ferrar's not done with it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so is
4: he a crusher just crush crusher. Oh, oh yes.
2: So anyway, hey guys. So anyway, I made a mistake. <laughs> First of all, I'm dealing, you know, with there's various men there, and and Charles Billingsley, he is a hugger. Matter of fact, his little body just it just melts into my arms oh, yeah. when I see him. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. take his little body and I squeeze him. He squeezes me tight, you know. And, and so I guess I got caught up in that because Charles and I, you know, spend more time together than anyone else because, you know, he's leading worship. So he's there the entire weekend. You know, he's not a guy that popped in for a little while and then right. he's catching the plane to go to the next place. I mean, he's there the whole weekend, okay? So I guess I just got caught up and, you know, we hadn't <laughs> seen each other in a while. And, you know, Friday on the show, he was cutting up and he, he went and had to get one of his sons from California to Virginia in a U-Haul and had a flat tire along the way, and he drove across the country. Oh, my goodness. I thought he had already driven home and now had flown in for this. When I saw Charles Billingsley leaving the weekend in a U-Haul, and I start, so he was
4: going to pick him up.
2: Well, no, he'd already got him, and, okay. they, and on the way back, he just had to. He just went uh, to Huntsville. I got and, stopped, and I got for you. the conference. I said, Charles, you're in a in U- the U-Haul. I said, you're in a was U-Haul. He another he day said, when he came here. Yeah, he's yes. He said, I'm <laughs> in
6: a U-Haul around. He
2: says, I still got seven more hours before I'm done with this U-Haul, and I'm like, what? Oh, so God. so he has to drive back, and I'm like, so if you follow Charles on social media, you've seen his journey <laughs> that's from well, California. That's a long hey, way. Hey, Wouldn't you, you love have, to hear him on
4: the CB radio? Oh, somewhere? Oh yeah.
2: Hey, what about when you have a flat in it and you got? A, he said it was four hours. That was four hours waiting no on him to come. Trying down. to get that today. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, so we're talking about all that kind of stuff. So we're oh, spending time no, together, and it's all good stuff. And all so when Steve Ferrar shows up, look, I love Steve Ferrar. He's a mentor of mine, and I got excited to see him and like an idiot I went in for a hug Mm. and I I just got confused on the hug people and the non-hug people and I was excited you know we're finally getting to do something you know we've had 15 Mm -hmm. men's events canceled and we're finally getting to do another do one and I see him and I just I just I mean I just mean so much to me (laughs) And uh, and but but you know he's he's a man's man. You know what I mean? Did and he block you or step back? Bu- bu- all right, so let me see who can Speedy come here. Oh, really? Right, okay. Okay. I'm on, I'm going to be Ferrar, <laughs> right. and Speedy. I and I want you to reach out to hug me. Okay? Speedy is
4: in charge of all
2: physical <laughs> examples yeah. so, here so, on the so, show. So I know you, it, we got this here. Is is you, frontward hugger no? A no. All right. So I'm Ferrar, and this is the angle we have. <laughs> right. You see right. where Speedy, Speedy is you, uh, and yeah, you're yeah, Ferrar. Yeah. And so I'm wanting Steve to turn to me. Throw out your arms to turn to me. And Steve does this, and now approach me. Oh and, wow! And he, then he, he shook my hand. He didn't turn. He, he did not you turn. His elbow? He did. How I, about that I, look I, he gave I, you? I, well, at least he didn't block you. I, I, I hugged Steve Ferrar's shoulder. Oh no! And and and, it, and he did not hug back. He didn't right. say anything. It, it, well, he looked at me like I could tell. He in his mind he thought to himself, "Didn't know you were a hugger." <laughs> You know, look. But right, he said it with a deep voice. See, right there, we're okay. But I'm about to hug him before he goes up. To, you know, about about his about as we're about to say goodbye to each other, and um, and and, and I thought <laughs> well, so. That's, so you that's, know, that's I, the note I left
5: on. I need to know oh, what the last. I need to know oh, what the wow. five seconds Rick, after that so very bad.
2: uncomfortable hug went. because uh, that's where my mind is now. I'm babbling. You yeah, know, now I'm like, right, like uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I just want to say I was a fantastic, because he was. He, Here's your hug. Oh, how about this? Steve Farrar, rejected you're, ne- you- your hug, you're right? never going to hear Steve Ferrar teach and go, I would not great." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it was, yeah, a ph- was it, it was a phenomenal message, and I was like, I was excited about it, and and honestly, I was excited to see him. He's kind of like a father figure to me, you mm-hmm, know, in okay. and, and men's ministry. He's the dean. Look, see, there he is again. You ain't going to find him without that black shirt and jeans on. <laughs> He's out
4: there next to that wood that he probably cut. Oh, yeah. Steve uh-huh. Ferrar.
2: you know what I'm talking about? And any. Man's man. In any field, you say the dean. Yeah. Of fill in the blank. He's right. the dean of men's – He's point man. Mm. Okay. And and so, how far does he need to
5: to to meet you in the middle to get anywhere close to how much you're giving him? I mean, I, did you make any I, ground at all? Because I know you probably wish y'all were closer.
2: I do. Okay. I, I, no doubt, I do. And uh, and and I've I've only had one time that he's ever called me unprovoked. Okay. okay, and and that was to let me know of a heads up that was not good, but but anyway, hey, uh, yeah, and you know I'd never gotten a call from him, so I'm so excited, and it goes to voicemail. and He's like, Hey, Rick, Steve call me, hmm. and that's <laughs> that it. was it. That's it. Hey, Rick, hey, how's it going, man? Uh, look, uh, got some got some news, you know, and, and so it, and and that's not important what that was, but uh, bottom line is he he made it clear that he would be calling me only when there was no – he had no choice. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I was, mean, it yeah, was yeah, a yeah. last resort. Yeah. And look, y'all want te- to be able to text. Oh, Is I, that what you I want? I want Steve Farrar to ask me when we're going fishing. Uh-huh. And, I and I, I – mean, Well, I'll, he may have to. you tried to hug him. <laughs> I know. I, and, that, Greg, now you're to my point. I think I took all the ground I'd made and I fell back. I, I think I think I, now I've gone backward. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's he's getting on the plane, you know, going, eh, mm. you no, know Burgess was a hugger. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm thinking, you know, because – but now he has encouraged like the manchurch dot com strategy he'll he'll say things like so this is where you, you know you guys are doing a good job, man, and you know he'll do that you know, and just clinging on every but that's about his that's, yeah, about his that's about his animated yeah. praises yeah. he'll give you right I need more <laughs> and, and 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 uh you know, and it's, but, but you're used <laughs> to like Charles Billingsley. He just bubbles. Oh, Charles yeah, Billingsley, bubbling. At one time, yeah. Charles Billingsley, he melts into my arms. Yeah, you yeah. know, and then he'll give you a little on your back. You know, mm-hmm. oh, matter yeah. of fact, sometimes you have to ask Charles to stop it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I let, let go. go. I I told him. It, it's like so What, Greg, what I they, think about this, Rick, Steve Ferrara
4: thinks about you the way you just described. Charles. Thanks, Charles. Thanks, bud.
2: That is reality check right there. <laughs> God. <Golly. laughs> And I love Charles, though. But you're right. I know how I see Charles. Mm. You know, like, like. Uh, well, you
4: you you love Charles, but you know he's probably not mm. the guy you're going to ask to go cut wood with. No, no. you're right.
2: But and you, now you Steve
4: were, thinks about you. That Charles
2: way. tried, and Charles is doing for me what I try to do with Steve. I know this this week. Charles wore a t shirt and like tried to hip up a kind of a manly jacket. Mm-hmm. and didn't wear the women's clothing he normally does. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he's trying now to show me look look Rick, and now I'm I'm like waiting for her. It's like mm-hmm. if, if I
4: said we need a model to take a picture for an ad to model a shirt, you think of Charles Billy. Oh yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's if there. I need a cord of wood, I, I think Steve Ferrar. Right. You know,
2: and the two are mm. oh yeah. They have, you are one they have a common right.
4: thread, but it is two totally
2: different worlds. Remember my original? I got yep. my categories out of whack. Yep. I, I I thought I was around huggers and I forgot Ferrar's here. Well, well, you, so you tried to, put, you bro tried bro to put a model into a guy that cuts wood. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you one thing, I didn't try to hug David Jeremiah. No. You know not to do that. No, sir. I knew better than that. Did I hug Josh Ravis? Yes. And he loved it. <laughs> I was going to ask him about some other hugging, <laughs> right. but I'm yeah. not going yeah, to do that. Did I hug Michael W. Smith? Didn't want to break him. That's, that's <laughs> no. a lean guy. Hey, Smitty. He is. Yeah. is. Yeah. Do you know he has very. 16 grandchildren now? Wow. That's not it, amazing. That. If anybody wants to do an, uh, hey, I'm getting old check, Michael W. Smith has 16 grandchildren. <laughs> Good gracious. Wow. <laughs> Good not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that hit everybody here. I noticed. I should I should have maybe yeah. give y'all a heads up what I was about to say. Well, so I just want right. to. I, but I think I'm okay. Well, are and, you calling yourself though? I mean, because I yeah. know it's just a mistake. It you, was just
5: a mistake. Have you followed up Gridiron with the text? To see? I did. I did. What what did
2: it say? Well, you knew I did. so I, I
5: know? Was it Hey, hey I man, great to see you.
2: I'm in there. I'm in there getting ready for go to church, and all I can think about is I got a text. Too. <laughs> Hey, Steve, I'm thinking about a chainsaw.
4: You got any uh, any options you think would be yeah. good for so, me? So, so I said to
2: Steve, what an honor and a pleasure always to hear God speak through your teaching. I was just out cutting wood this morning, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thankful for your influence on my walk with Christ. When I gave him an update of how many men uh, uh, stood up publicly and, and repented, declared they were repenting of sin and following Jesus. And uh, I said, please, I uh, hope you have an incredible Lord's Day. It was good to see you, and always to serve alongside you. <coughs> Sorry for the hug. Did you put that? I in? I didn't put that in there. <laughs> no, okay, Rick, that's a little wordy for him. It was. Yeah.
4: He, I, I, How about I got, this? I got, love you, I, man. You did a great job this weekend. You're right. <laughs> I got back from him.
2: Thanks, guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll cling to those words. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so uh, so that's. Uh, that was some awkward moment there. See, like in the, in the football world, Steve Ferrari is the offensive
4: line coach. Yes. Steve Billingsley is the color man on the broadcast. Or Charles Billingsley. Who's Steve? Charles. I mean. yeah, yeah, I know. What yeah. You know, you're right. There's a lot of names here yeah, going around. I, I, yeah,
1: you're right. Whatever's
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a good example. Yeah, I know I it was. was. It was Dang,
2: fantastic. You were on fire, too. My, my brain's foggy.
4: I probably got
1: COVID. Up Charles, ne- brother Steve. Up next, yeah. waiting on Greg. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
7: This is R. Lee Ermey, better known as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. I am listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Two fine, outstanding young American hard chargers.
2: Eight minutes to the top of the hour. But you know, Bubba, we talk about, you know.
4: I like that term, hard
2: charge. I do too. I played that hoping for all was listening. But uh, the um, <laughs> but you, uh, if you think about it, you know, there's signs of sanctification. You're, you're justified once and you're sanctified throughout the rest of your life, Hopefully. Uh, and go from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. I think I just noticed another sign of my sanctification process. There was a day everything I just said I would have said about Brett Farr. Now I say it about Steve Farrar. Oh, wow. I've sh- I've shifted to a much better <laughs> example. About that? Um, so uh, so anyway, wow. so then uh, then the weekend you know we got to talking about that and uh, we can take phone calls later. The gridiron went great. Huntsville, your outstanding host. You're in a a tough situation. Everybody I talked to uh, with the gridiron said that Huntsville were just magnificent hosts, and you guys did a great job. Thanks to all of you that came, and it was an honor to be there and hear all of these speakers and musicians and singers and then meet all of you. And thanks to the manchurch.com team, they did a first-class, outstanding job. Uh, plugging people into our strategy and helping people with the resources, and uh, just everybody just did a, a wonderful job. So, so I I was coming back and um, got, got to take old friend Barry Ryan. Went, Barry, we, he, said, he and I oh, had. Oh, Barry, seen, uh, how get, is Barry doing? Good, I, man. Bub, Barry I, Ryan. I introduced him because I thought this was his time to the men there that, that listened to the show, and it looked like about ninety five percent of the arena listened to the show. So, thank you for that. that was that was awesome? And I said, if you like the Rick and Bubba theme, a lot of you know his brother. Who wrote it and put it together? And, and his wife, uh, his brother's wife, is the one that does Rick and Bubba in the house. But did you know who do, who does the, the bass part? Yeah. The bass line, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick ladies and, and, Bubba and gentlemen, Bubba. he's right here. It is the unknown Ron brother, Barry Ron. He, he is the unknown Ron. So brother. he gets up and takes a bow. It was so funny how he does after. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, after it's over, he goes, yeah, I appreciate you introduced me. He goes, spattering of applause. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you see going to <laughs> like here. Yeah. You so, know,
4: I love the Ryan family, but Barry is like the one we never get to see enough. of.
2: I know, yeah. and, he, and Funny his guy. dry, um, self-deprecating humor oh, is great. so good. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. yeah. good. Great, yeah, spattering reply. <laughs> I remember when he used to be slightly aggravated with his son at times. Oh, that, 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 that was, was, that that was, was great. Good so good. You know, well, you know the line I love, and this is a and he maybe it's not his original <laughs> line. He's the person I've always heard it from. And it is a great line. It's, it's filled with grace, but it makes the point. You'll ask about so-and-so. And it, and it may be, you know, hey, how's old- so-and-so doing? Uh, you know, he's working on his testimony. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. He's working on his testimony. Gosh, that's good. That is good. So, uh, so anyway, um, and uh has been, uh, has been a, uh, uh, with Big Oak Ranch. He and his wife have parented. Wow! In that row, I think he said over fifty-six different children. Wow! Oh, I know, well, and I know and he
4: I, he just gave up everything mm-hmm. to go and do yep. that, and yep. that's outstanding football amazing, coach and just amazing, felt called amazing, away amazing. from. Him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, what, I mean,
2: he he's uh, he was at the very high level of high school football, and is a great football coach. And his wife just felt the call. From the Lord and they answered it and uh and you know we'll, we'll Treasures see. in heaven, hmm? baby. Mm. So anyway, uh, so Greg and I had talked um, remember uh, me, Barry,
4: I just want to cut your grass. <laughs> That's right, amen.
2: <laughs> so we um so Greg and I had been talking about, you know, his son, uh Taylor Burgess, uh has uh, has now taken a coaching job in in Birmingham, Alabama, which is Really close to the family. He's been five years over in the Atlanta, Georgia area yes. as a football coach. He he I always wanted
6: him back close, but then when Ellis was born, I said you really need to get back close. No, <laughs> doubt, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt, I, I mean, well.
4: I thought you filling
6: out job applications.
4: <laughs> yeah. I so actually much. did when Ellis was but, born. I mean, so you we were like again. a
2: bird dog in <laughs> a social, <you> know, <laughs> <It's> company. <gone. laughs> so so Greg uh, Greg was talking to me. Was it Friday? We were talking Thursday. It might yeah. have been Thursday. Thursday. Friday. And uh, he said he yet. said hey. He said I've actually got uh, some tickets because you know all the tickets were sold out to the game because they're limiting the crowd and all that and uh, he said if you want to go see the game and the reason why number one it's the first game that Taylor has has coached as a high school coach that I would have been able to attend I never was able to attend the ones in, in Atlanta uh, it never worked out um, because of some of the things that we had going with our with our family involving the weekends um, and so I was excited to see him actually see a team he was coaching and uh, the fact that these two teams that played Uh, that Greg and I and our dad – dad was the coach. Greg and I, we were on the team when these two teams played each other 38 years ago. Yeah, and
6: that was the last time they've played. And they
2: had never played since then.
6: And that was for the state championship then because at that time they were in the same classification.
2: Right, and now – so these two teams, Greg and I, the high school we attended, Oxford High School, took on Thompson High School again. Uh, Both of them now state champions last year in in two different divisions. But (laughs) they played each other as kind of a kickoff high school game and uh, the the fact that it made it even more interesting, the coach Burgess this time was coaching for Thompson. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, so you're well, like, well, this has got all kinds grandson,
6: of – The grandson. And yeah. our Oxford friends are beating us up. How are you going to pull for Oxford? Oh, we and, and, know, and, no, okay. no, I wasn't that night. I They're different classifications. Yeah, but as of Friday night, them. I was pulling for Thompson. Now – I will pull for Oxford every game since then and hope they win the whole thing again. Yeah.
2: But you go with the blood, like you said. Yeah, people were asking me that, and I was going to the Thompson side. They're like, hey, well, I said, no, oh, look, I go where the blood is. Mm-hmm. I said, i got to be a Thompson warrior tonight. Does it feel strange? Yes. Y'all don't have to convince us of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not y'all. We don't have
6: to convince y'all of it. <laughs> right. There's people call it, that call couldn't believe it. I'm right, going. Right. I
2: know. Some, I mean, but, you know, we do have some people that – I hate to bring up Ryan Greenwood again that, – that, that won't uh, – that said, that they would pull against their own kids. Rick, I think that's a special <coughs> example. I don't
4: yeah. think you Rick, can. I don't even think going. you can really <laughs> even put that in the conversation. <laughs>
6: <Right>. <laughs>
2: but so we'll we'll come back because uh, Speedy got uh, looped into this as well, and so we all. Which I I, I didn't realize, Greg, you were going to be bringing a herd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, and I wasn't.
6: You kept that from charge of driving. At, at first, which cost me.
2: at first, I was like, well, why don't we just all go to meet somewhere and ride together? And then uh, you know, because that's that – Side that Bubba likes to see me improve on. A little bit of a social butterfly. And we'll talk about Bubba's social butterfly. I thought, and, but the whole thing was when I get home from the conference, am I going to, man, am, am I going to have what, what it's going to take? And I did. I felt, you know, I was feeling good. About well, and, it, and I, I think just,
5: that was the surprise of the night. Yeah. It, it was the immediate text I got from you. Yeah. So you were already there. I'm like, I knew the day you would have. Yeah. I'm like,
2: really? So we come back. We'll talk about Frank. us all trying to attend this game together. Uh, a very special night for, for the family. And, um, Kind of a cool deal. Uh, uh, if you follow Greg's wife on uh, social media, she put up a real cool thing about it
1: with yeah. a picture of dad holding baby Taylor. Isn't that funny? Top of the hour. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba.
2: Six minutes past the hour. Here we come. 26 and a half years of the Rick and Bubba show. I be Rick. And I be Bubba. Let's go.
8: Welcome to the jungle. We got
2: friends. All right, so looking back over the weekend, uh, and there's still much uh, to cover coming up, uh, so we... um, Talked about uh, the conference this past weekend. Had a great time for all of you that came out. Thanks for that, and thanks for the, some of the follow-up with all that uh, and excited about some of the things going forward. Uh, and then uh, we went to a high school. First, Bubba, you know, I uh, I've, 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 I've had a running test. Is it possible, since Greg and I grew up the sons of a coach, and as long as I have been able – before I even knew my left hand from my right, I was going to football games, as Greg has <laughs> – and remember, yeah. I told you that That's I've been to fun. so many football games through my dad, through my sons, through you know other uh, you know like every people in our family that have football. That I, I noticed that last season that I had reached a point that I didn't think I could go to football games anymore. I thought I thought I was completely burned out. Well, at one point you couldn't even do sports. No, uh, no, no. And I, I have a, I have, I'm yet to make it through a full game, uh, and in, 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 in a while it's been a long time so. But this was going to be cool, and so uh, I find out that I talked to Greg. I got on the ground. and I said, "Hey, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm. By, man, I'm back. I have plenty of time. I think I'm going to go. I feel fine. I've, it's been great. Talked to Sherry about it. Would have liked to see Sherry asking me to stay home a little more.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, I really
2: thought Sherry was going to say, "Well, you know, you've been going all day Friday, and you know, I, and you're just now getting home. It's you know about three o'clock in the afternoon." Uh, you know, I've just missed you so dang much. I just want to, but I've realized, and my wife's made this very clear and we are madly in love. If she's got a project going that I'm nothing but in the way, yeah, you know, she calls, Out. she calls me one big distraction <laughs> and, uh, and I said, don't you ever forget it. <laughs> so anyway, um, mm. so yeah, I know when I'm here, that's all you can think about, <laughs> you got me on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's always fun to watch her roll her eyes and go back to what she was doing. But anyway, so so uh, she's like, "Oh, that'd be great. Y'all, they'll have a good time. That, that'd be a cool thing." So I said, "All right, here we go." And I'm talking to Greg. And at first, this was the first sign of caution because you know, like I said, we've grown up in the football world. You don't just meander over to the field. No, you don't. Right before kickoff,
6: you no. got to get there for pregame.
2: Right. And oh, so, yeah, I, so, I, so I, so I, so I say thinking that now because they, you're not selling all the tickets right now and all that and we have a ticket, I even thought to myself, listen to this, and this is how we grew up, I'm only going to get there an hour before kickoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, that's, me, that's me rolling in. Like That's not even me. 45 being, minutes to that, That's me saying I'm not all that invested in the teams, but I, I, I care about my nephew and I can't wait to watch a, a ball game. You know, no game that we were invested in would we be there anything less – than an hour before kickoff. Yeah. Oh, I like to be there when the players walk around. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I, no show to play. so I put together yeah. my plan. I'm going to be there an hour before kickoff. Mm-hmm. Rick, so that's just unheard of. So I pull into my parking spot and uh, had to drive past the old stadium where you and I lost the state championship, Greg, to Thompson yeah, 38 was. years ago. Third, first. Game
6: since then, right, that they played each other. I know.
2: First time these two teams have played each other. You and I have, you know, the last time this happened, me, you, and Dad, were only time we were ever on the same team together. Mm -hmm. Dad coaching, you and I on the same team, went to the state championship, got beat. Mm -hmm. So uh, I looked at that stadium where they tried to take 10,000 people and cram them into a stadium that was about Uh, (laughs) 6,000. Never played a game where people were actually standing on the sideline with you that were just watching the game. Baseball bleachers (laughs) in the end zone. Yeah, baseball bleachers in the end zone. Uh, so, so believe it or not, that's actually they yeah. did a home and home back in the day. Well, Rick, they've upgraded since it looks like. Boy, uh, you think? Boy, Thompson High School has got a phenomenal <laughs> facility yeah. all wow. the way around. Wow. <laughs> I tell you one thing, if that's not a motivation to go to a city system, I don't know what is. Right. But yeah. anyway, so so beautiful and a lot of parking, which I love. Yeah. Bubba, you love that. They, they you know I lots, love, lots of parking. I
4: love having plenty of parking and just you know, some places you go, it's a great stadium, but you gotta hang off a cliff yeah. somewhere. Nothing and, like that. And, mm-hmm. You know, you're parking in a bunch of weeds or oh, something, yeah. you're afraid to go get, get back in your car at night, you know. Yeah.
2: Everything there's first class. So I pull in and I think, well, I'm good. So I check in on baby brother. And I can't believe I, it, I can't believe what I he hated said. To it back. I couldn't believe what it said. Bubba, are you ready for this? This is you're going to be in shock. <laughs> I'll be there in about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I know. I'm like thirty minutes. We had to go by. Lisa was keeping baby Ellis.
6: Thirty and, minutes. And his cousin Nola. We
2: kicking off at seven. Greg, I'm here at six. <laughs> There's a large
6: group of us leaving from there, and I wasn't driving. And I, we either got away with the time we didn't. I don't know. And then we got hung behind trains on the way there. Why well, don't Greg Bill Bubba Bussy uh, is no, said no no no. I, I you have no. It's, it's that. on that's, me. I, that's I, why you go extra early. I'm usually there 45 minutes at the most. I mean the least. I'm sorry. I'm usually an hour at least
2: 45 minutes for kickoff. So yeah. I just said, well, I, I got, like to watch the van come in. That's you know? why
6: I kept trying to pressure y'all to go on in.
2: Well, I, Greg, here's what I didn't want. I when, knew as it, you say. Well, you've got your electronic ticket. Why don't you go on in? And Speedy will be there in a minute. And uh, so and they I, have electronic tickets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now you, for high school, you can have it either. both. Yeah, yeah. Either one. And so I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I don't. I, if I go in now, I got to. Where are you? Where are you sitting? That's where it. are you? That's I got to hold seats. Right. I got to tell people, hey, I'm saving these. You can't save seats. <laughs> COVID
1: nineteen. But, but I, knew yeah.
6: and so, <laughs> I
2: knew what was happening.
5: You're and, and we didn't was know you were bringing a small yeah. army, so we really wouldn't have been able to do it.
2: I didn't know. Greg, I didn't know we'd struggle to make kickoff. So anyway, so then Speedy shows up. Uh, about, what, 10, 15 minutes later? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess maybe. You're about 45 minutes before kickoff. I am, yeah. yeah.
5: And so Because speak- he, I talked to him early in the day. He was so vague. Went, yeah, I'd probably be between 6 and 7, something like that. So I'm like, well, okay, I'll target maybe six fifteen. Well, when I knew
6: it wasn't just involving me, I didn't know what to say. Was well, it? if it's involving me, I'd say I'll be there an hour before kickoff. You had to
2: bring mm-hmm. a bunch of women, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, a lot of women. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> it's hard to get
6: them moved towards the stadium. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. so anyway. And I was coming from there. I didn't know how long it took to get there. From Taylor's house to there, so I that's the other extra time you got so to feel no for. You,
2: you, you top in the you top in Thompson High School on your GPS. I should have got in my it. truck oh. and just left and went on my own. Yeah, off. <laughs> so now I'm realizing why I do. I would like to have a seat. Yeah, I didn't want to save seats, but I'd like to have one. <laughs> and so, so we're standing there, and then Speedy and I have this one weird moment, which I, we ain't brought up. We haven't brought up. It's not even on our list of things to talk about. All right, am I crazy, or did we hear the national anthem twice? We did. Greg, we Rick, heard it, we heard a national anthem about about twenty five well, minutes. I, we we took loved our, it so
5: much the first time we
2: played it. Again. We took our
5: hats <laughs> off and stood in the parking lot, thinking, "Okay, we need to we need." A, we need a,
6: I'm hearing it. Are you hearing it? But
2: then we get it, in, then we get in the game. And they played again. You, you yeah. were so
6: early; they were practicing.
2: But Here's I what I don't I
6: understand, man. And I know y'all were tired of waiting on me, yeah, but I'm Greg, getting there one hundred percent. And all of a sudden, I look, and there's people directing traffic, and y'all were out there with them. Well, directing, well, I, can explain, I can I can we explain. Back? We're, we're
1: looking for you, They were walking down the road
6: like back. Towards the main highway, we, and I was like, "Why are they? Why we are had, they not at the gate?"
5: We had been standing there so long; people thought we were part of the event staff. <laughs> I
6: started
2: helping. I started helping. Okay, yeah. I thought y'all were so impatient, you were trying to walk towards where I was coming. From. Well, wait, no, Greg, <laughs> Speedy and I stood there and we recapped the entire Gridiron Conference week. Yeah, which, I mean, we went through everything. We're trying. We're dying, Greg. Yeah, we're dying. I and, so and, man. And, and so I'm like, "Where?" And is then I've been looking for Big I, Red I the whole. Like
5: I've been looking for Big Red the whole time. Your truck, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, he might not be in the truck. <laughs> no. Little did I know, you were a backseat driver. Yeah, I was riding. With- all, of sudden, riding the all of a sudden, some SUV comes by. It's like, hey, speeding. <laughs> and he's from the backseat. No, yeah. With his glasses on looking strange. That, no, that's no.
4: strange that Greg would
2: give up the wheel I just, to I don't know who with. he is. I, I, this is, a, is him being Well, Bob, that vehicle could fit more people. Uh, that, that's that heart growing three sides. <laughs> He'll give in to anything. Right. Though. All right, so hey, look. Speedy. I know some
4: granddads that will drive their truck and everybody else has to ride. Oh, you talking about
2: what Papa's going to do next time? <laughs> so, anyway, and we need to apologize to one guy. Yes. We need to apologize to this guy. Sir, I'm so sorry. And I don't know if you knew, I just, I'm so, so sorry. I know I terrified <laughs> you, and I am so sorry. <laughs> So we're so desperate for Greg, and I'm going to tell you what it was. I thought that was Greg. Did you really? Yeah. So, I oh, looked, so now you can to I look up, and I thought, there's Greg. And I start screaming at oh. this guy. Oh, hey, screaming.
6: Hey,
2: hey. And then Speedy, of course, thinks, well, I, we got to join mm-hmm. in. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and this guy goes by, and he looks at us like, what in the world? Yeah. And I mean, we're screaming, where you been? And about halfway through it, I realized. Oh my gosh, that's not great. <laughs> well, let, me tell, let me tell you.
5: This is how much you sold. Yeah. I, I thought you knew him because you were in the middle of a, of talking about gridiron. We were, and all of a sudden you broke away and. Yeah! Yeah, and, I and I mean, and you're screaming and going nuts. And I we, thought it was Greg, and
6: I start raising Unfortunately, my hands. I was way behind that guy. I think
5: sure. Ivan gave him. Oh, like, oh Greg! I screamed <laughs> at that guy. You were
2: so long after that.
6: <laughs> he was Greg, and he left. You oh, know. yeah. I can't right. even make. I, I I get it. Look at that. And and uh, let me ask you this, Speedy. You went with Atlanta Braves hat. I mean, <laughs> I noticed no, that's that.
5: actually uh, the, uh, um, um, the the Braves hat. old hat. The uh, oh, okay. when Tyler played in Alaska, asked, but that it looks was like logo.
4: Yeah. And Speedy. I will say, with that hat on, you've got a strong resemblance to Uncle
2: Duke. Oh yeah, you do. It's nice.
4: Yeah, yep. it's, I had, some, I had
2: somebody uh, not knowing that that was from the Alaska pilot to wherever Fairbanks mm-hmm. I thought it was mm-hmm. Atlanta Braves I had somebody saying that Bob yeah. Horner called and wants his hat back <laughs> yeah well
4: it looks just like the old Braves <laughs>
2: yeah. hat it's <The> <laughs> not nice hat I
4: have just thought, yeah. Well, so, so, right. so we, we so yeah. I, chop on here how
6: do you make this weight like that uh, Rick it was all on me because I, I wasn't in charge and I and there was a lot of moving parts but I involved. noticed that you kept saying you come
2: on yeah
5: you kept claiming you were passing the state oh yeah look at that and then a few minutes Later. Oh yeah, look at that! There
2: yeah, it is. You pulled a speedy back during the softball games. He would tell us that he was closer than he was. I told y'all t- I, mm-hmm. I got hung
6: by a train. I kept you t- I'm going, go going
2: past that stadium where we lost state championship." And I thought, "Well, he's and one. I he, was right. He, he, he's thing. one mile away, and then he's not there." I said, "You ain't even to it yet." We got in the crowd a little bit. I I
6: don't know who you are. That was shocking. Yeah, really I messed was. up. That's on me.
2: Yeah. It was shocking.
5: I know it was your first time to go there, so now you know more. You didn't even park in the right spot. You didn't, by the way. You
2: should. You, 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 you could come all the way around. You no, could come all the way around. Got out of the car walking. You're you gonna have to learn the system at the new yeah. school. You were listen man. to the
4: guys who work in traffic. That's yeah.
2: right. Yeah, y'all been there long enough. You were out of control. I did let people through the cones. By the way, you're welcome.
1: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: So we're back 22 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. All right, so um, all right. I knew this was going to happen. I've just got a text from Gerald Cates.
6: Oh,
1: boy. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh. Gerald Cates, uh, Greg's uh, friend from high school and somewhat of a nemesis. He was on the team that night. We were <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he, he was uh, standing over watching us play. How about this? The um uh, young. he was a what sophomore? Yeah,
4: he yeah. was young. So so anyway, um the the um, I knew what you meant, but it
9: didn't sound bad. <laughs> it that did way. sound bad. I thought well oh, my goodness Oh
2: no no I I, 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 I did mean it that way. I, no, y'all were right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I was raising I was trying to get a rise out of case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, but, uh, fired up. But uh, the but now let me tell you what's funny. Is we're sorry, Rick. We didn't mean to offend your offense. I know it. Uh, don't, don't, don't don't water don't down short my Don't water down my offensive statement <laughs> to an old friend that we raised on each other, like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, he says Greg has gotten to where he's late everywhere he goes. Oh, wow. No, so you're, that guy. Well, you're says, that guy.
6: You're that guy. We were a little late when we went on the clay shoot the other day. And oh, what, the, no,
4: he's just so far the other And one. the guy with the airplane
6: said you are always late. He did. No, he, Lee makes And fun. the guy, and and, the guy talking the about about Little Lee Hubbard. The 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 little Le- e Le- Hubbard. H- Greg Lee a- L- Hubbard.
2: A- Greg and no. the guy in Texas says sometimes you'll walk over to the bathroom and get late. <laughs> 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 that <happens. laughs> Gosh, that was funny. Mm. So anyway, so I'd we ask so we you about we, that this weekend. Yeah, huh? so, Greg so got left. Yeah, he left. did. So so then, Speedy and I just now we went from having the pick of our seats mm-hmm. to now we hope we can find one. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I got to tell,
4: tell you, it well, was, a, it I'm, was I'm a, a social space. Well, It was an it.
5: awkward moment for me, and you know how I, I don't like those moments.
4: Okay, What are you telling me at a football game that people are not spacing properly? Well, you know, I, they I did. Rick, I can't even imagine that.
6: A lot of masks. A lot of masks. How about this? Wearing a mask during the game and trying to talk to each other about what's going on during the game. I so couldn't understand anything yeah, about it. We'll a lot that. of things, I was just nodding at y'all.
2: I said, I you know, in a crowd, said, when people are times? trying to
4: speak loud, you probably are spitting more than normal. You are. You
6: know? but, but my point, I couldn't hear them. But so you can't have part. a
2: conversation about the game and the alignment. And I tell that kid right there can play. Well, yeah. we
6: saw, you know? saw a lot of <laughs> players that you'll see on the next level. Yeah, on both, yeah we did. On both teams. Yeah, are, we did. Are loaded with them. Well, yeah. fun to watch. It, it was,
2: <laughs> that was. But Speedy and I, because – See, Greg, you're in a bind because you're there tied to blood and mm-hmm. you've brought people with you, mm-hmm. including coaches' wives. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, see, speaking Man, of that – How seat. big
4: was in your group? How many,
6: Greg? <laughs> just Gosh, in my particular car, it, there was six.
4: Yeah, had to be six. Good night.
2: had to be
6: – And then we met some people there. Yeah, and they bogged us down.
5: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, let's go. We yeah, well, get there the was an awkward moment. <laughs> we didn't know who was leading. It's like, who's leading the pack?
4: I know. No, I found it. I tell you, I, that's, you, know, most of the time, if I'm going to a game that – like that, I'm better just to go by myself. But here's oh, yeah, the deal. Yeah, here's yeah, the sure. deal. You know, it was it was the
6: first. Where you get that, that man? Then everybody from this point, it, the, the, it'll be streamlined a little bit more, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Right. Well,
2: well I, Rick, you're up there again. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have my around everywhere. But anyway,
6: <laughs> it was fine. It was well. It we finally. It was we, I, I get it. It's go, on me.
2: I'm just telling you, and I'm not. I love the
6: part when y'all said it was even more offensive when I screamed from the back seat of a. Of yeah, the yeah, yeah. That made it worse.
1: I said he's giving up full control. I thought you were at least driving with it. Rick's riding in the back. See Donovan, is boys' game. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what's
6: wrong with you? <laughs>
2: and then, of course, eventually, like I say, look. Sometimes, yeah, you know, everybody. Look, sometimes I, sometimes I try to lay back and go. Look, guys, I don't want to lead, but I have to. We're yeah, because because we're nobody wondered. else will. We just so all running around.
6: This is a so new, this is a new, finally, I just said, let's go. This Come is on. a new school for me to go to. I haven't been. This is my first. Game I was trying to shove
2: my, you know, shut my whole normal role. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I could get to the games in Atlanta and be there an hour ahead, and I couldn't even get to this one. It wasn't even that far. I right. know. And right. then we like in front but I of because get- it's new to me. I ain't got it all. I didn't know how you. It's park.
2: almost what like living on the lake. Let me tell you what you don't do when it's new. Show up twenty minutes before kickoff no you don't no, do that
5: yeah, you don't do that uh-huh. you don't walk up to the hey, gate and everybody goes, I, can i can
0: i
2: make this are we
5: right going let's go in this one
9: i think i figured it out lisa wasn't there was she she's no, keeping, no, the, she's the, keeping baby. the baby keeping the baby yeah that's why she would have been there to see taylor early oh yeah because you know why that's what especially it was. this
6: year because he's in the press know, box the she press wants, box. wants to be there to take pictures of him that's on it on the field during pregame can i tell you this too
2: i want to apologize to my nephew great son because I know he's, of course, you know we're there so late. I mean, we're them again for some uh, reason. Yeah, that was a very. But anyway, you heard him practicing. Well, you had to I, I don't know, know. It the PA announcer late. and everything. Yeah, he to he like, even told everybody to stand up and do it. We yeah. heard it
9: going
4: well, he was on inside the too. Box. I'm sitting there holding my hat. they, my they were probably the running through pregame, box. don't you think? Maybe,
2: but it was yeah. a little late but for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, maybe well, we like Greg. Yeah, yeah, maybe they were like Greg. They couldn't start. But I'm going to tell you, I know why we were late. But go ahead. But anyway, so I look up in the press. I look up in the press box because I came in rowdy, and I saw Taylor, and he was kind of like, Hey, I see y'all okay now i gotta go to yeah, yeah. work yeah. i'm correct I, I i see y'all yeah and, you know, and we're just like yeah! hey!
8: this, this
2: is my first hey, this
8: is yeah.
4: this is my first game at my new job I know. yeah by
2: yeah. the way he has said to greg Coaching in a Rick and Bubba market is a different deal than coaching outside the markets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a few tune-in people and some YouTubers over yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, but you ain't got what you got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, "You go to work and you're like, what did they say? Yeah, what did they well, say? Was people, why was everybody that? Look, he, He's
4: just lucky that you know he didn't have some sound clip from 20 years ago come through the PA. Oh, you know oh, well, he, uh, that would have been so. So, been so Greg, great. What, you,
6: what what are you saying? What you know why you're like, got, you want to talk met, about it? We all met at Taylor's house. Oh, shut up! I mean,
5: that's it.
2: That
6: would have been the
5: one. And were they? Played that when they got first down. First, first <laughs> down,
2: Warriors. Y'all please First down, Warriors.
4: That's funny. All right, go ahead. Well, y'all, y'all will destroy coaching in high
6: school. I can tell you that. Oh, no. We oh, got there, and everybody that. lived it. Yeah. Everybody got there to good time. We had time if we'd went ahead and left, but. Baby Ellis was there, and even uh, Kelsey's cousin, who has to be one of Tyler's best friends from high school. Yeah, great guy. Got girl. a little girl, Noah. She, she's about six months older. So they were both there. So we all got to yucking it up with the kids. Okay. And all of a sudden, That's we looked, and looked at hey, the Rick, clock, and they Rick. said
5: – Well played. No, that, blame it I, on the kids. Who's going to get – Kelsey yeah.
6: actually looked at us yeah. and said, well, we need to go. And we were <laughs> buddy, like – Thank you, Kelsey. Buddy, we've
5: already accepted you were late. You're late. good. When, yeah, a wi- when a wife is trying to
4: get everybody on time – I'm going to well, say this.
2: I'm going to go this far. Y'all ready? I'm going this far. I think Kelsey was frustrated with Greg. No, no I know. We I think were, she felt I, like they – yeah, huh? Okay, so. we were drawing chalk on the on the cement for a little while. Or, okay. On the back porch. Mm-hmm. I kind of. I think she felt like, y'all got me here too late. My, my, my husband's a coach. Yeah. Well – Hey, what if nana had known about a coach's wife getting her that long? Well,
6: look, yeah. it was the first game, new place. We'll do better well, now.
2: Well, I got caught in the middle of the Burgess brothers, and I
5: could tell y'all were fighting your inner thoughts because it's, at times you were going – you know, we're here for Taylor. We're here for Taylor. Yeah. I'm wearing my warrior colors. Yeah. I'm here for Taylor. Right. Oxford just scored touchdown. Yeah, and then you yeah. you look around was like, weird. wait a minute, what have I just? Done? It was weird. It was strange. You, you couldn't. It was uncontrollable. You're just not. You're just
4: not
2: used to not cheering for the black and gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so when that black and gold came out, and I heard. Never heard champions played with four people in the band. That was odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The traveling band there. traveling they didn't band, they have a lot of folks in it. But anyway, but we ended up, Speedy and I ended up leaving before the rain came and Greg got soaked. I got soaked. <laughs> Great call on our part. Yeah, it was. I said, you feel this, we better go. Rick
1: and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
10: Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and
1: Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boom. 35
2: minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we'd be big as the numbers and we'll make our way back. Car Shield. Uh, car Shield, Car Shield, Car Shield. I thought, I thought about this. By the way, I finally got the numbers uh, on Charles Billingsley going to get his son in California. He said that the when he was hit the Grand Iron Men's Conference, he had not been home in nine days. Nine days he'd been working wow. out to California, working his way back. And he talked about you know having an issue with a flat tire if he'd been under the Car Shield. Wouldn't been a big deal. 24-7 roadside assistance. But also what? If something happens to the automobile, a covered repair, they, they deal directly with the ASC certified mechanic or dealership that you pick, and then they handle everything, and you get a rental car while yours is being repaired. Uh, they have helped over 1 million drivers. They're America's number one auto protection company, and what this is designed for is if your automobile is out of warranty, you can get a protection plan. Uh, with, uh, with with carshield.com, and then you get your covered repair handled, and uh, you're not out of pocket for it. Uh, and also don't forget, like I said, about that roadside assistance and also a rental car. If you go to carshield.com and use the code Bubba, you'll see all the protection plans there. Pick Can out the pay? one that works for you. Get 10% off. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors, next time that check engine light goes off, it doesn't have to be such a scary experience. Mm, and it can be. So, Greg, we, we talked about the game, had a great time. Thank you for um, uh, for for uh, inviting us and getting uh, – since you had some yes. extra tickets, thinking about us. I was glad I was able to come. Uh, had not been – I haven't been to a high school football game in uh, at least a full year, yeah. so <laughs> it was good to go back and to see, uh, uh, of course, you know, the beautiful thing about not having any family – you know, tied there beyond. You know, the, the the a nephew is a little different than having a son involved or, or a dad. So you can come there, make an appearance, show your support, and then if it starts to sprinkle, you can leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so, out. so I'm I'm watching that clock, and it, it had been a long day, and because of TV and all that. I mean, we're just now in the third quarter, and Boy, it's already TV
6: it's, timeouts drive me.
2: It's clear. already nine thirty mm-hmm. at night. We've been two and a half hours in, and we're still in the third quarter. Yeah. And um, so I was like, and then what happened? Greg said. Hey, is that a that's a raindrop?
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Yes, yeah, and, like, right? and I was like, "Uh oh!" Speedy pulled the radar, and I was
5: like, "Because I thought I had felt something, and I went, well, that's not rain, because mm-hmm. it was a <laughs> I just very thought low.' That was somebody, some yeah. COVID patient? It was a bit. No, it was a yeah. very low yeah. percentage. Yeah. Took their mask off. <laughs> uh, of rain, it's like what fifteen percent or something. It was really low. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, The forecast and,
2: lately ain't oh, worth well, nothing. You can't this time here with the heat we're talking about now, and it wasn't that hot at the game, which was fantastic because yeah, mm-hmm. we'd had some rain earlier in the mm-hmm. day. But now, like you said, Bub and Speedy, if if it says fifteen percent chance of rain, that does, if you get it though, it's going to be a flood.
5: It's going to be a flood. So I pulled up. I didn't use a crap app. I used one that's the one span yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I pull it up and I see the radar and I went, uh oh, look guys, it's come. I saw some yellow and red and all that mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh oh, mm-hmm. we need to. I, I'm out and yeah. you
2: and you. Said I, I'm out and
6: I yeah. drafted with
5: you.
2: Yeah, I looked up. And said,
6: well, Greg, y'all made the right call. I'm going to tell you that. Yes, Greg, I, I was just that. like
2: Greg. Thank you. It has been a great night, and man, it's just so good <laughs> to be here. So glad Taylor's back in Birmingham. And yeah. well, what, a great, great. what a great a great program. <laughs> Looks like they're going to get a big win tonight. And take out a, of here and take a sniff of our rump because we're out. Yeah, <laughs> you
6: know the game at that point, you look like it was pretty much decided. And uh, I don't blame you. And typical me, I you know me now. Lisa would have made me if she'd have been with me, bring a raincoat or an umbrella or both. I'm like, eh, I ain't got to do that. It, I got so wet.
2: <laughs> Are you serious? How hard did it start raining?
6: Oh, oh, no. You know, it'll start, sprinkle, sprinkle, drop, 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 drop. you think, okay, that's okay. Yeah. It looks worse in the lights when you look at yeah. it. It really oh, looks yeah. bad, but it's yeah. not. Oh, and then it hit that high gear where it's like they're just dumping. Put this way. When we got in the car, the windshield wipers couldn't even handle it. It was that kind of rain. Oh, my god! you can't even see. So did you
2: sit in it? <laughs> no, no, no. We
6: We got up once the rain started. With about three minutes ago in the did game, did you try to find cover somewhere? I did, and that, there was none. Mm-hmm. And so we said, "Well, let's just go." And I thought, "Golly, the car's a long way away." But we didn't go the way we came in. We did cut through the back, so that. Helped did you think some. about how
2: close you would have been if yeah, you parked did. in the right? Yeah. I yeah. did mm-hmm. when I noticed on
6: my way out when I saw those parking spaces. <laughs> hey, we could have parked here. Great. But
2: next time we're playing something like this, if this is the case, just say. I got no idea when I'm going to be there. I I, know. I got no idea where everything is. I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're sitting. I don't know anything, Rick. I don't know. You, I don't know. <laughs> your expectations should be disaster. Yeah. And I then know. and then anything above that, I go, I went so bad. <laughs> you know, but so so did you just stay in the car and y'all go and leave?
6: Yeah. Okay. We're,
2: we're, the whole stand's emptied at that point. And you wanted yeah. to see Taylor after the game.
6: Yeah, but I didn't know, you know, with the COVID thing, I don't know if, you know, how. a lot of times they'll gather and you, have, I don't know how they do it here. COVID's where, ruined everything. Where, in the past, over in Georgia, when the game was over, you actually go on the field and teams out there and everybody kind of hangs out. But I figure with COVID, that probably wasn't going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So no, no, wet.
2: you're right. Yeah, there
6: So did you have to sit in the back seat wet? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. oh I'm just wondering.
8: You're yeah. sitting back there,
5: all oh, wet, yeah. as wet as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Did baby brother, a get up. Oh, a little <laughs> chilly
2: Hey, turn the air down. <laughs> <laughs> turn the air down. <laughs> <laughs> Did
5: your glasses get fogged up? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't see nothing.
2: Greg, let's talk about the fact that we're trying to see the game, but you with a mask on, <laughs> your, your your glasses fog up, and then if you pull it up. Where your glasses sit on it, where they won't fog. Yeah. Now your eyes are like this. Yeah. Oh, okay. right. What's the guy's
5: name in Jurassic Park? And he, and he he's, his glasses are getting all fogged up, and he's trying to. You remember he worked it. He worked and he was like trying to. Oh, uh, so uh, Newman, you know, Newman, yeah, Newman, Newman. Yeah, Newman. There you go. Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing you yeah. right now. Well, well they, get was, your... they
6: were very fogged, and then, like I said, the rain was falling so hard, and I was nowhere near the car, not even mm. close. Yeah. You know what you do? You go. I'm just wet. I'm just going to be wet. I accept it. I'm accepting. I'm, I'm, I'm wet. I'm gonna be wet. It's oh. wet now. At this point, don't matter how wet I get. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to. Uh, I, <laughs> but I mean,
2: every, you saw both sides. Just everybody yeah.
5: took off. And of course, we were already home. I, I yeah. get it.
2: Yeah. Hey, when it, when my windshield whopper started hitting, when I got on sixty five, <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs>
6: And I was thinking, oh, I'm boy. just glad it couldn't
2: be. Wait a minute! <laughs> All I need to do is turn up what I'm listening to a little bit. That rains awful loud. Now here's yeah, what I've been it my dilemma. I, I bet it's wet out there. I bet I, <laughs> that looks awful wet. If, I'm glad I have a garage to drive into. <laughs> I would have been in the, dilemma shut.
6: if the game would have if the game would have been close and <laughs> there was like a, a drive at the end for the win. <laughs> you, right there. yeah, that's me.
5: Thank you so much, Adler. Adler. That's me.
6: That's funny, you know, because there was no lightning, so they wouldn't have stopped mm. the game. But if, it, like, if it had been tight, what if it was a game-winning drive or something? You got to choose whether or not you're going to stand in that look, rain. Look, I've been in those
2: situations, and and this <laughs> at this at this point, you know, it was it, you know it was it was no doubt who was going to win. But I, I've been in that point where you're you know a parent and you're sitting there, and maybe you know your your kid. This is when they're going to actually get to play, you know. And you're like, oh, good man, they're putting putting everybody in right now, and and then the rain hits, and you're oh, like, boy. so they're finally in, yeah, and. Uh, I, I gotta ride this out i mean i, I gotta I got, I got watch them play yeah. when
5: your shoes get wet That's oh, it's raining. I, yeah. I gotta know by the time you <laughs> finally it made it home you did you by the time you finally made it home had everything dried out yes. or was it still kind of yes. wet
6: yeah i was good what about oh, your shoes did, did, you, did you have, you have to run? take your clothes off and <laughs> no, like, i had a good thin th- pair of pants i didn't have them, jeans throw on, them in the dryer type thing to get dry uh, no, I actually. the time we got back, it was dry enough that I could deal with it. I right. hey, y'all, here comes Greg. I had a yeah. good material
2: stuff on, like the that dries. I, I want to go back to the shoes because if I shoes know because wet, socks. If, I, cause if I know it's going to rain, I'll go. So get that an, didn't
4: dry. I, I you just went home with wet feet. I did. <laughs> I'll go
2: get. I'll go. I'll go get another <laughs> pair of shoes. I think this could. I'm in a potential rain situation. Not going to wear my good shoes. Yeah. Did right. you make that call? No, you? I was in my good shoes.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I had to dress up for something my son's first
2: game. That's right. Mm-hmm. Dress up. <laughs> I didn't know whether we could do the that chop or not. I, I remember I didn't know. What, you know, we. No, we well, got, he's saying you didn't wear what like what we wear to work.
6: No, I did. I looked
2: exactly like what I wear to work. <laughs> you
6: look kind of nice.
2: So, so, the shoes, because they don't just they drive. Got a little squishy.
6: They don't just drop.
2: Well, I'm not wearing them today. If that's you my point. That's, that's, where I'm yeah, that's where I'm going. That's where I am. It'll be good by tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you kind of hope. hope so, really, don't you? We'll come back. Your phone calls are next. Uh, a lot of topics on the table. Uh, and you can comment on any of them or bring up your own question or comment. All 10 lines are available. It's our first chance to talk to you this week. And we look forward to chatting with you at eight six six. We big. You're in full control of the program. You pick the topics. Right after this,
1: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: Ten minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba show eight six six. We be bigs. Our number lines are available. Uh, the real Greg Bird is taking phone calls right now and uh we'll start momentarily. Uh, momentary long distance
1: directly assistance if
2: you want to get in lines are available you can right now at 866 we be big uh nick into kentucky is going to get us started nick you got 30 seconds uh, go right ahead sir
7: hi hey, what's going on buddy you? buddy hey man uh I, I i got i disagree with you a little bit about you talking about conservation on bass um with the, uh, whenever you're fishing in them MLF-style tournaments, they, uh, I mean, all they really need is a dink fest. You know, they they catch one, one, one pounder, one pounder, one pounder. You're just trying to get as many in the boat as you can. Whereas whenever you're fishing with the BASS and the FLW, you know, you're looking for five big fish, five big quality fish.
2: No idea what you are talking yeah, about. Yeah, but when it was in the kickoff hour.
4: <laughs> I, I, I can tell you part of this, but Hams, go ahead because this
9: was addressed to you and something you said. So in the kickoff hour, we were talking about fishing. One of Speedy's uh, neighbors, really, won a big tournament this weekend. Congratulations. So we got to talking about the differences between the Bassmasters Elite Series and the Major League Fishing, and I made the comment that uh, I liked Major League Fishing's concepts better because it's a catch-and-release kind of deal from a conservation standpoint. You catch it. You have a boat official, weighs it, yeah. and you put it back in. Opposed to catching the five fish that this guy's talking about. And I hear him. That's fine for – I'm not really talking about the Bassmasters Elite Series from a standpoint, but every single weekend, it seems like, you have 60 boats, 80 boats, 120 boats on these lakes all across where we live. They're not sanctioned events or anything like that. They're just locals and there it is from a conservation it it has to hurt the fish it has to when you got 80 guys bringing in four and five fish a time every other weekend and then you're putting them in a tube half of them i've been told by people that follow this stuff 25% of those fish don't
2: even survive so the, so i'm i'm pardon my ignorance on this so you're saying the people who are fishing in those tournaments all of them are back to the old way you do it where you get five fish and bring them in? Correct. And
9: I get they can't yep. have a boat official on the boat with them. That's unrealistic. No, I get, I get all that. No, but when if week after week, these lakes are being fished out, essentially, is what's going on. Well, I know, I've seen yeah. Long John
4: Silver out there uh, fishing and Captain D both. So, you know, they're loading them up.
9: <laughs> Do you see my point, though? And I'm not talking necessarily about the Bassmasters. They have all, they're putting chemicals in the water. They're taking everything to such a high precaution to save these fish and releasing them but look I, when you're at every other landing with 60 to 80 boats putting out over 150 fish a day that's not good that's not good on the population. Period. And don't there's conservation tip people telling me this. I'm not getting this from yeah, you, Just yeah. my personal Rick, opinion.
4: I, I don't. I don't have a, an opinion on this because I'm not educated on the topic. And, well, that's never and, stopped us before. And not being <laughs> uh, just because I like one format doesn't mean I don't like the others. But I will say, major league fishing. Change my viewership of fishing because it was fun and exciting, and I like the fact that they're going back and forth and they know what's going on. Yeah. I just, from a watching standpoint, yeah, that's that is fun. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean I don't enjoy the big weigh-ins and all that, but I really have enjoyed
2: Major League Fishing. I, I will at times make an appointment to sit down and watch yeah. it. Anonymous in Alabama, anonymous, thirty seconds. Go ahead.
7: Good morning, guys. I wanted to encourage y'all and the listeners to go look at a YouTube video that Dr. Carrie Madej has done, M-A-D-E-J. She's an internal medicine doctor out of Georgia. She talks about the coronavirus vaccine that's being developed, what they're doing to it, how it's different than any other vaccine mm-hmm. we've ever seen, um, and ask some really um, important questions about it that we all need to consider before we just say, yeah, I'll take that vaccine.
4: You're talking about the one that Modesta is making? Um, and it is completely new approach you know there's different ways to develop antibodies in a system the way they're doing Rick and I saw some information on this is completely new and there if it works it's going to be wonderful but there also could be some issues with how they're doing it and and it's really complicated to take more time to go into it but People need to educate themselves, I agree with you, Doctor. Sure. 100%.
2: yeah. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG-LINES are available if you want to get in. TJ, out of Anniston, Alabama. TJ, 30 seconds, go.
7: Yeah, I was just wondering, on YouTube, y'all are a day behind on the program.
2: What do you mean, on the archives? The archives are a day behind?
7: No, no, no. I'm talking about that. Y'all, y'all are supposed to be live right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Right now I got YouTube on, and it's kickoff hour.
2: You're talking about just the same day, though, just the hours are behind?
7: No, it's a a day late. A dollar short? Is it it a dollar short? Uh, (laughs) I guess y'all
2: are. Well, let's pull it up. We'll try to find
4: out. Adler, you had anything about that? No, there's
0: 3,458 people that
4: would disagree with you. Okay. He may have clicked on an archive show. Yeah. TJ,
2: you you have to. uh, What I would do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, which doesn't cost anything. And then you get an alert click here every time something live's Mm -hmm. happening. And that would probably – you you've misfired and clicked the wrong thing. Yeah, refresh. Yeah, refresh. <laughs> so there's no issue on our end. As a matter of <laughs> fact, there's over 3,000 people watching right now. <laughs> yeah. Steve – 3.4K. Yeah. <laughs> Steve in Illinois. Go right ahead, Steve. Hey, guys. Good morning. What's going on? We're fantastic. How you doing?
7: Pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to thank Speedy for saving me for being red meat on the program last week. I called in. Greg answered, let me right on through. I got dropped with the will of meat. I called back and got through and thought I had a pretty sharp point. And, uh, thankfully Speedy said, well, the guys talked about that yesterday, so I will let you through. But, uh, I said, oh, no, 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 no. I said, oh, uh, thanks. Red thanks <laughs> Keeping me from being red, <laughs> oh, That's funny. Keeping
4: me from getting oh, chewed man. up. And, Rick, just to, to, to the previous caller, we are live. I waved. I saw myself. So you, you clicked on the wrong <laughs> thing. You saw right? yourself. Yeah. I just hey, want yourself. to be sure.
2: I just want to be sure. Come on, TJ. Let's go, man.
4: And on, who man. are those five or six people that every day give it thumbs down? I know. Who, I who, why are you torturing it yourself? Right?
2: that way all last week, too, by the way. Did it really? He said it was that way all last week. Poor hey, TJ, guy. you're doing something wrong. We well, can't hear me though. Well, TJ's <laughs> on top of well, it. Listen, I know he can't, he can't hear us. I know I know maybe, you uh, made it a little
4: funny about us being a dollar short,
5: but I think uh, you're gonna have to relook at it. He's gonna hear you tomorrow. That's yeah. Okay? yeah. Tomorrow, right, so, when you hear this, so, right? <laughs> so if it's Tuesday, because we're live now, if it's Tuesday and you hear this, yeah, hit refresh. TJ, yeah. yesterday you were wrong. Yeah, we well, thank
4: you
2: for watching, yeah. but uh, you're on the wrong button. TJ, go go, go find a 14-year-old. They can fix it right up for you. That's no, what I man. do. That's no, what man. I do. Uh, John and Ozark. John, 30 seconds. Go ahead.
7: Hey, we had a uh, multiple murder cover up here in the wiregrass. A week ago, 2 a.m. tomorrow, mm. there were some murders in Troy at the Cattlemen's Association building out in the parking lot. It was a red screen news flash at 7 a.m. that morning. It has not been on the radio ever since. And nobody knows nothing. Ricky Stokes had it posted and took it down Tuesday morning.
2: Well, wait a minute! If Ricky Stokes had it, what happened?
7: I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you, you know what happened? Uh, I don't know what people do, but it's definitely being covered up by someone.
2: Well, usually huh. Ricky Stokes
7: is all over it. Rick,
2: so I don't even no, know who's dead. Stokes. I'm just kidding.
9: Well, I don't know who Ricky Stokes is. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I was really concerned, but when he said Ricky Stokes,
2: I, I started laughing because that's what we say in G-Hall One. Well, hey, Ricky Stokes in. Uh, so I don't know what you're talking about and it sounds like a horrible situation, but I, we're not aware of it. Thank you, buddy. Sorry. Todd in Birmingham. Yeah, Ted. Mm-hmm. Hey, Todd.
7: Hey guys, listen, hey. uh, hey, I was up at the, uh, gridiron men's conference and Huntsville did do an
9: outstanding job getting in, getting out. All that was, uh, easy and, uh, uh,
7: uh, Rick, once again, look, look, I used to be a head uh, football coach and I took some, uh, couple of boys for, for the F, FCA conference you did in Gadsden, and uh, I got to hear you speak again this Saturday, and I really appreciate uh, what
9: you said. Cultural Christianity is a is a big problem.
2: Yeah, look, I'm a recovering cultural Christian, so I'm, I'm speaking about myself. When I get up and talk about cultural Christianity, which uh, may be one of the biggest unreached people group in our in our country, especially in the South, I'm talking about myself. It'd be like you hearing from a former drug addict talking about being addicted to drugs. I've been there. I know it. I was in that delusion of cultural Christianity, and if somebody had not been brave enough to address it and say, "Can you really look at your life and see the proof of of redemption, the way you live your life?" So Jesus just has no power to change people at all. You still live in deliberate, perpetual sin. Well, I don't say much about Jesus, uh, and I, and I went and I dealt with that. And of course, I didn't know much about the Bible at the time, so it's easy to not be convicted if you don't know what the scriptures actually say about what it looks like. To be redeemed, and I was thankful for that. It saved my life; it really did. And uh, and that process is continuing on the sanctification process. But um, I think it's something that sometimes we allow to go on, um, and I and, and we need to understand that uh, just like I was, these people are just as lost as anyone who who never makes a declaration of any kind. And the way you find out whether you're a cultural Christian or not is you go to Scripture and look at your life and apply it and we're not talking about stumbles that's not what we're talking about but we are talking about lifestyle and perpetual deliberate sin the bible says that shouldn't exist in the life of the redeemed top of the hour thanks for being with us have
1: a big day Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba Hi it's Glenn Beck
0: and when I listen to Rick and Bubba I cry but I I cry all the time anyway.
2: Here we go. Six minutes past the hour. Don't be tough yourself, Glenn. 866, we be big as the numbers. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, helmsie Eddie Van Adler. All here, Team Rick and Bubba moving forward. And we're thankful you're part of it. And look forward to talking to you this hour. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy.
4: Hello, Bubbs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you. Honored and privileged. And uh, we certainly thank you for letting us do this for almost... Speedy 27 years.
2: Kamala Harris update. We watched ABC over the weekend. Try to be sure that they could answer and coddle the new ticket between Biden and Kamala. And we have an update. We'll all sing together. Kamala. 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 Right here. Come on. on. Kamala Harris update today.
8: Everybody, hey! Have to yes, oh, sing the name. You
5: come and go first, first. come and go <laughs> Who? Come on, come
2: come on, come come Vice President, Young I
0: Come on, come come on, come come so, I
4: tell you, one of my favorite things we do on the show that not not a lot of people do, honestly, is make up lyrics as we go. Oh, yeah. And you're doing yours, and I'm doing mine. And every now and then, we realize that one of us has got a good line, and It'll we'll shift. just join the It'll other shift. line. Yeah, shift it. It. I don't know if
2: you've noticed Shift that. it right over You stuff. don't see
4: that in a lot of shows nowadays. It's but, not considered professional, but I enjoy it. Be careful. When I know re-
2: Hams loves it. Yeah, be careful when referring to <laughs> Senator Kamala Harris. Uh, we have a radio broadcaster who's been fired uh undoubtedly now and i i don't careful can i even say what i mean it wasn't it wasn't like a slur <sighs> i don't know you remember you i can. went remember i went through this <laughs> in south africa how the whole world doesn't get on the same page about mm. things that some places it's offensive some places it's not now if i'm if i'm if i'm right here and and help us if you can you can say that we need more people of color can you say that that, that is, according to this story, that is the correct
4: thing to say. Okay. But, but you, you can't you have say the NAACP, right.
2: which would refer to CBS. her the way the, the announcer did, and he got fired for it. The mm. An announcer's been fired because he recognized her historical moment of being the vice presidential nominee, said that she was the first female, and then he used that word in the wrong sequence, and now he's been fired. Correct.
4: Okay. You know, and Greg, we had had this discussion off air earlier, and I think Greg was uh, was pulling on on this. Uh, while it may not have been the way to say it, I don't know if he said it intentionally. I don't know if he got, uh, you know, tangled up and said it out of order or w- whatever the, the case may be. I really don't think uh, that that it's worthy of firing. I mean, maybe he gets in trouble. Maybe he has to sit down have a t- time I out just or, correct him. or what out. I mean, But yeah, I, I just feel like th- this whole cancel
2: thing is just a little bit out of control right now. i with you guys, I didn't hear his tone or how he yeah. said it or anything, and, and maybe that's the problem. But if he just simply got, you know, adjectives out of order uh, and he said, hey, I just meant that she was the first female vice presidential nominee of color. That's what I meant. Because she is Indian and she is Jamaican and and, and, you know... And, she's like a lot of the rest of us. She's a whole bunch right. of things. And it, I
6: may be wrong if I read this correctly. It, was, it wasn't it was like they were commenting and he said, hey, you know, she's... The I th- it was almost like when, coming up in the news... And it was like the announcement. I think it was even so. That shows you he he He's, you know, he like he just went off the cuff and was being. No, I think he just he didn't realize he was saying anything wrong. And if you want to correct him, that's fine. But I don't understand, y'all, because we don't take time to look at what anybody's intent is. He's, well, no, I, I'm
4: concerned. Don't. I mean, with the possible exception of of one or two words that you know you can't say. Yeah, I'm just against a word getting you fired. I just think that's a little severe. You, you need know? to
6: go with intent.
4: Yeah, do do whatever, make corrections. I, I just don't think taking away someone's ability to pay their bills over one word that was said. Is, and like just I said, like, back to this, it just seems like. Even, I mean, it obviously intent and content plays a big role in, in what I'm saying, but that just seems a little much. Who who wants to walk around in a world that has a First Amendment right? By the way, knowing one word can end the way
2: you make a living yeah well he said he apologized he said I never meant this to be malicious at all I was simply stating I didn't mean I didn't I know think this You're way. right he, he was he, trying to
6: do people I, of color and it came out that way probably but I'm like y'all though it's kind of hard to fire someone over that when you look at the NAACP and it's still in their I yeah title. I mean that's yeah
4: I, I don't know how you can just play it both ways how you know somebody can say something it's it's uh, can get you fired, somebody else cannot, somebody else can sing a song, somebody else sings a song, it's bad, <laughs> yeah. this is in your organization, if I say it, it's bad, mm-hmm. I don't know, and, and the fact now, you, it's not just in trouble, you lose, I mean, you can be, like I say, have your income taken away, you can go bankrupt, lose your family, it's just it, the whole cancel culture thing is I, I want to – there's only one thing I want to cancel, that's the cancel culture. Yeah, you're right. I'm man. so tired of that. I wonder what, you know what Stokes thinks about it. Yeah. Well, I got a little
6: background on that. Tell that you was one of you. the
4: reasons the, <laughs> the 80s were so good. We didn't have political correctness. We had we had nothing like the cancel culture. But wouldn't you love nothing. to see
6: somebody in management or whatever position, owner of the company or whatever, just stand up and go, hey, look, the guy – may have used the wrong word that's politically incorrect now, but his intention wasn't that. We've corrected him that that's, you know, and we're going to move on from that. He was trying. I'd love to see somebody actually defend somebody and go, they didn't mean anything by that.
4: But you can't because they don't want to be the next one canceled. Well, somebody's going to have to do something. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Trust
2: me. Well, you go back to that again. He he sounds like he's saying, I was trying to recognize a historic moment in American history, and I'm sorry that I got the word in the wrong lineup. Uh, The word itself has not been banned. You can only use it in a certain way, and some of this is getting ridiculous. And, and let me ask and you this. And there's people out there that need to be dealt with who yeah, are malicious. Yeah, right? absolutely. But, but when somebody's absolutely. not being malicious and they just make a mistake or, or maybe they were uninformed, to all of your points, correct it, and he can even go on there and say, I want to correct that and let us move on. Right.
4: You know, Tim, firing people. if our eventual goal is harmony with everybody, some of these things don't move us toward harmony uh, they only are going to make people more resentful because yep. if you're this guy and you're 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 put out of a job, you can't get a job, you lose your house. Who knows what your family situation will be? Those kids, do you think they're going to find harmony in race relations, or will they find resentment in
6: it? They'll be resent. You, you're going to you're going to
4: you're going to set back yep. race relations forty years with this. That that's not the way that we want to live in harmony, but. And some people can't fathom this and don't can't understand this. But there's a lot of people don't want harmony. They say they do, but they don't. Mm -hmm. Because strife and as I like to say, H and D, hate and discontent is big business.
6: Yes it is. is. They
4: are capitalist even though they're singing
2: another song. (laughs) You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. So Kamala Harris undoubtedly got duped back in January. Uh, by a group that does all kinds of prank stuff. And, look, we're huge fans of prank calls. We're, we hate the FCC has made them impossible to do anymore. <laughs> well,
4: you got to be in Russia to make a good one, but, now, apparently.
2: But, but Kamala Harris was duped by a fake <laughs> Greta Thunberg impersonator. And, and
5: someone oh, posing good. as, as oh, Greta's dear,
2: dad as well. Oh, because, wow. Uh, all... Now,
5: of course, they, they've 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 bantered back and forth for about a minute, oh, damn, yeah. and then and then now they're <laughs> about to get into it a little bit more. And Greta's is going to talk about how she feels, and then Greta's dad offers up something. Take a oh, highlight
10: the need that we have this is to Kamala be talking here, and that there are forces working against our 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 movement, and it, we have to fight for these things. And so this is that moment, and you have been a great warrior in this cause
3: also terrified of what Trump is doing. I even can't sleep or eat when I see him on TV. That terrible meeting in the UN building in September, I had nightmares. I saw him in the corridor, uh, I I shouted to him to sign the Paris climate agreement. Uh, He came over, um, he said softly to me, you will never achieve the goal. So, no, but um, Greta, do not he, he was, see deterrent. He continued. Do not see he deterred. Continued.
10: You have the ability to see what is possible <laughs> in a way that many do not. And there what? will be people who are going to work um, against progress. That is always the case. Always in history there have been people who work against progress. Listen, you said Joe this, Biden was one of- nothing that has been achieved in this world that has been about
3: progress
7: all right, her dad's Games about to without jump a in fight. Here.
3: This is the nature of it. But it's, uh, it's very sick to behave like that. I mean, uh, the President Trump.
10: Yes. It's so, it, it is. And it is similar to previous times in history when people, some people could not imagine how things can be different. And then leaders did imagine and could see it and led. And so you have been a great leader. Do not be
3: deterred. Uh, so, Greta has a uh, recorder always with her, and when it happened... It's in my pocket, so, oh, yes. What? And it's, it was
2: in you know, Greta's recording now, and uh, so if you would like to get it, we can provide it.
3: Maybe this recorder can help you. In my side, Thank uh, you. I can Thank I you. can uh, Thank testify against this terrible man. Yeah, definitely. And so she says she has
5: recordings of Trump whispering to her that it won't happen.
4: Y'all, that that's not even a good Greta impersonation. I thought it was going to be good. And we went, oh yeah, she sounds like her. That girl, that girl sounds
2: way older than Greta.
6: Yeah, she didn't that, even try to do a good one.
2: So that's that's terrible. So she tells them that "We'll give you the recordings of it," and they're like, "That would be helpful." Yeah. So
1: Kamala Harris. So wait a
4: minute, is that Russians? Is that wait a minute, is that Kamala agreeing to let Russians help with the campaign? Rick
1: and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
7: Justin Timberlake, you listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest
2: Batman alive. So we're back, twenty two minutes past the hour. Well, uh, some more updates uh today. Those of you that are wondering if Jerry Falwell Junior will return uh to the wow. uh, be president of Liberty University, I think today's story probably indicator probably not. Hmm. Uh, because it looks like now that there's been almost like he's uh kind of purging and saying, Hey, here um here's some things that, that went on and uh, to lean in house yeah, to me, which I think is good you know he, he, you know, hopefully he can get his life together spiritually Ultimately, that's the ultimate it doesn't matter whether he's president at Liberty University again he just needs to get right as we all do uh, with our creator and um, so uh, it looks like now there's a, he's admitted something that's been kind of you know this this rumor's been out there for a while and it looks like that he confirmed it today. Uh, or did over the weekend? Former Liberty University president. Look at that word, former. I think that's important too. You know, some people were thinking they were just going to ice him for a while and bring him back. I, I don't think that's going to happen now. I would, uh, he he reveals that his wife had an affair with their pool boy, who claim he who he claims is now trying to blackmail them after they invested in his uh, uh, alternate lifestyle, or they're calling it here gay friendly uh, hostel, and took him on vacation. So, uh, so they—they they call him the Pooh Boy. Yeah. What? What? What is this weirdness that something was going on between this this uh, young uh, man—I use that word loosely uh, and his wife, and then he started being like part of their family, and they'd go on vacations with him and stuff. Or was this happening? That's a weird thing. It's a very strange story. I
4: think that maybe they met him and uh, brought him into the family. Uh, you know, was a closer late, and then he had the affair. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Maybe is what happened. Well, right. Who, who and, just invites uh, uh, like boy movie. to be part of the family?
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, <laughs> Sorry. And, that's and weird. Rick, it went on. If you read uh, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s total story on this, it's even got a lot more detail than the headlines about how all this went down and and yeah. everything. It's
2: uh, it's a very very bizarre story. It is. I'm seeing this now. He was saying he was spending too much time. At the university, after his dad passed away and that uh, his wife uh, found comfort with this person, I guess, that was in there, he said, we forgave each other. There were indiscretions that may have been more obvious and apparent. I realized that there was were smaller things I needed to do better, too. Uh, I shouldn't have been afraid to admit, you know, these things and reach out for assistance from mental health professionals who could have alleviated this pain and stress. He's talking about after he found out about the affair, so he lost 80 pounds. Uh, said he's been living uh like a, a life of a, like a roller coaster and he's glad to just finally get it out there. But he he's claiming they're being blackmailed, so he just didn't go ahead and come out with it anyway. Uh, but then one of y'all said the that the kids Yeah, the uh, the, the Pooh boy uh, is denying. denying all
6: of it. Oh. So So You talking about Pooh boy?
2: Yeah, I'm just yeah. known as Pooh Boy in this story. And then there's this I don't understand that one phrase that's being used to Describe this person. What what is that all about? What what do you what do you mean? The part what what, what is We're gay friendly hostel? What, what does uh, that mean? It's like
6: uh, a, a business. A hostels or aren't uh, they like hotels? They are. Yeah,
4: yeah. He he mm-hmm. and some of his family. You're, maybe it was a son or something. Um, had gone in had gone hostels. in together to uh to to do this business and uh, and see. Jerry Jr. was helping to finance it or donating to it or right. something. Anyway, so they they. Mm-hmm tried to – they decided at some point that they wanted to break relations with this guy. I see. And he said the more they tried to separate, the more hostile he got. Mm. And he had threatened to out him. then at that point about the affair and all this stuff. And then I think they tolerated it for a while. And then Jerry Jr. finally said, well, look, we're just done with it. We're just going to come clean. We're going to – clean all this out, and uh, it's out there and it's not
2: hanging over me anymore. Well, hopefully that can be some restoration. And and I think now this also makes it easier on a board that, unfortunately, throughout time that Jerry Jr. has been the president, at times, I'm just saying it was it looked this way. Maybe it wasn't the case. But, you know, like we've also, also told scripturally, let's not have the look of, of something that doesn't look good. Uh, and that is it seemed like this board were uh, maybe too much yes people as opposed to hold him accountable people. And, uh, now this makes their life easier too, to say, look, you, we all know he, he's admitted, look, he's had all kinds of problems. He's got a lot to work out in his life. Hope he does, but, uh, we don't need to have him president here anymore. And hopefully that's, will be the end of all that.
4: I don't know, you know, what he's thinking. If they, I mean, that's normally what people would think, Rick. I give you that. But you know, nowadays, you never know what
2: people. No, are thinking. you're one hundred percent right on that, and,
4: and and whatever. So it's it's just a sad story. Um, he said that they that him and his wife had forgiven each other, um, and if you it, as you read the story, he says, of course, you know, I'm 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 a man. I've lusted. Shouldn't have done that. Uh, he said I was guilty, obviously, of not being there for my wife. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he he said you know i have a part in this too which i thought was uh, yeah, standing on his yeah, part well, to admit it, that
2: well how about this uh, if you you look at scripture the state of our wife's spiritual life and behavior we're held accountable for it. um it, it it's clear and and you know? something we've
4: talked about a lot on the show we've dealt with it at different times we've had some fun with it when we had pastor appreciation day but you know, ministry work uh, it can take away from the family, and sometimes families pay huge prices for it. So, you, it's a balancing act, and it's a tough one. Yeah, and and, and uh, from it doesn't people, matter if you're building an internet company or trying to spread the gospel. It can get you know you can get stretched. No question,
2: no yeah. question. I, I didn't know the background on it, and, and one of the things, and this and you're, with the point you're making, still one hundred percent valid. That that dad had a call to ministry that son probably didn't have. Still, we're all held. If you claim to be yeah, a follower, or maybe of Christ. maybe yeah. different. Yeah. yeah you or know? if you have, yeah. if you're a follower of Christ, then right. you're in ministry wherever you are. Right. And that was the claims that that Junior made as well. But that he really had been a business mogul who was called in to help Liberty when Dad died and helped Liberty financially and to get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've it. they've made some
4: huge strides yeah. under his leadership. Uh, I don't I don't think this is a a story of failure of leadership of his. From his standpoint, just uh again spirit, showing spiritually it is showing yeah. the human side of how yeah. things can get out of hand. Yeah. yeah. But
2: they were saying this is surprising, but it would be more surprising if this was dad with these problems as opposed to son with his problems.
4: Yeah, yeah. Dad dad, as it's often been quoted, Dad got in trouble too, but for the right reasons. <laughs> we'll be back.
2: More of your phone calls coming up uh right after this.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba.
2: 35 minutes past the hour. Here we go. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon teaming up with the Rick and Bubba show. There's no better. Termite protection. I mean, it build, builds a fortress around the property. you, you, you got to keep them out, Bob. You can't let them in. Nope, and, keep them out. Uh, and uh, Cook's Pest Control can do a great job. But they do they any kind of pest control. Boy, this time of year, wow the bugs, wild the pest. And they this is a great time to be on the Cook's Pest Control team. And if you'd like to put them on your team, uh, there's no obligation. They'll even come out and do a free evaluation of your home or property and say, here's the problems we see, here's what we need to do. And then you decide if you want to use them or not. But we love them and we think you will too. And uh, they'll do a fantastic job for you, just like they do for us. Then you can sing with us. Looky, looky, looky. Here, Here comes, comes Cookie. cookie. Cuts. Pass. Gotcha. Bye bye. Quick coronavirus update. <laughs>
4: One other breaking update, too. i got to tell you this because it's funny. James Spann is now tangling with CBS. Are you serious? (laughs) He put a tweet out. uh, CBS has a story out this morning. Back-to-back major storms barrel toward Gulf Coast. Here we go. James simply tweeted, Marco is not a major storm. No.
2: no are they, are they <laughs> mad at him? Oh, just,
4: it's, just wait. Yeah, it, well, it ain't over well, yet. Well, he's right.
2: It's not a major storm. Right. He told it, it's dissipating for the most part. Remember, he said he was trying mm. to be nice by saying it had 50-mile-an-hour wind. To quote James in a previous tweet, Marco is a weakening
4: tropical storm. Right. But same. if you've ever been in a tropical storm, they're kind of scary.
2: Well, sure they are, but I mean, they're but trying. It ain't gonna do the damage, They're doing so. what we knew they right. would do: hop, hop. Yeah, hop. they're trying. They're trying to make sure oh, the double storm. Yeah. So oh. All right. So uh, all right, go ahead. They're saying Joe Biden has not been tested for coronavirus. I thought every, I thought everybody everywhere had been tested. Everybody, everybody everybody, everybody,
1: everybody, everybody. Well, he been everybody's tested for COVID. <laughs> uh, but they're
2: everybody. saying they're saying that he has not been tested. His a uh, Deputy campaign manager says has not been should should we get Joe tested? I
4: bet he's not been tested for anything else either.
2: The uh, claims he's
4: up for two terms. Y'all say that?
2: Oh, yeah, he can uh, absolutely do two terms. Look, of course you say that. You know, and you know, what I'd say. To what are you going to say? I'm yeah, falling yeah. apart. Rick, do you please think, vote for me next Rick, week. Rick, do you think you know who you are and still be alive <laughs> in eight years? Yeah, sure I will. What else am I going to say? No, I don't think so. No, I may not make it four. NFL has 77 apparently false positive COVID-19 tests. Oh, we told you this that. was going to happen,
4: Rick. We even talked about that. The the tests are not reliable right now, and no, they're not. a lot of these people who are quote unquote asymptomatic simply got a false positive. They didn't have it, and they're getting positive. But with this one, Rick, this is seventy-seven players 70 in the NFL seven. were taken out of lineups, drills, and all that. They have since been because some of them have gone. This is ridiculous. I feel nothing. I am fine. And they got to looking into it and be and retested. Guess what? After they were rescreened and retested to the seventy-seven, guess how many were positive? Zero. Seventy-seven
2: mistakes errors and people could like you could end up losing like we said your 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 your, your key, starting position your starting your, start, and, and your the, livelihood and yeah. so now when someone says well we got this one tested positive we go well maybe we don't mm-hmm. know so the tests are unreliable and they're unreliable everywhere by the way Yeah, well, yeah, because I bet the NFL has a pretty good test
4: uh, again. Yeah, and they test them every day. They tell us to follow the science, but you know, you it's like computer programming junk Mm -hmm. in, junk out. Mm -hmm. We got to have good tests, that's where it all starts. And Mm -hmm. we rushed them all in. I know we didn't have any, and the media was crying, and Trump's Mm -hmm. not doing anything. Everybody rushed, 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 and they're they're a half a test. That's the bottom line. They are. That's uh, that is the science, folks. It is
2: to Brett and Huntsville. <laughs> Brett, welcome to the Rick and Bubby Show. Go ahead.
7: Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, um, one of the things that I think that we can learn from this Terry world Jr. Uh, story, especially as, as men uh, and, and men who travel, um, we need to have accountability somewhere with somebody that we know that when we have those problems. It's not going to go any further than there. We're not going to be judged, and they'll help us back uh, to the point
2: where we need to be. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, and maybe stay home wives too. Yeah, right. Yeah, men, men, all people, all people need accountability, not not just men. But, but I actually, I'm not near as far as normally when I go on the road. Now it's very rare. Show wise or. Are, you know um, uh, going out and doing men's ministry wise or speaking somewhere it's very rare now that i'm over stay overnight very rare but in the early days uh it, it wasn't as rare because didn't have access to the you know the travel and, and and things like that and um, as far as an airplane or anything like that so i used to have to stay overnight a lot and i had guys inside my accountability group from our small group at church and they would call me literally and say all right so have you called the front desk and be sure that the porn channels are turned off <laughs> and I would say, well, I'm not going to watch porn. They say, well, you won't if they turn it off. <laughs> and uh, and then they would say things. Have you got your Bible with you? Yes. Is, is, is Do you have it open? Have you called your wife yet? And they would ask me the very hard questions. And you're right. You need that kind of accountability. Uh, Almost to like, a brow beating, you know. Yeah, just, yeah you, you do. And you need to have those guys that when you face them, you know what they're going to ask you, and they're going to ask you difficult questions. And uh, and if you don't answer them honestly, uh, they, they know it. When you have that kind of look, it's we're human beings. As long as we're in this fallen state, you got to have accountability. You got to answer to somebody, Rick. Here's the thing we all
4: answer to God. We we always talk about peer pressure Mm. and how it can push you to do bad things, Mm -hmm. but peer pressure can also push you to be accountable, Mm -hmm. too. And that's that's what it is. I mean, it is a form of peer pressure, but it's uh, it's like in here, you don't, man, you don't want to come, you don't want to come. No, how much do we all live in fear of being patient zero because you'll never hear the end of it yeah Yeah. and it's going (laughs) and i I know that's not a decision you make but you but just to make the point of oh no yeah oh no
2: i don't want to let the team down i'll never i'll be i'll be a greasy spot in the road i don't want that yeah or you know or go out there and do something stupid in your life that compromises this whole thing that's the thing you just let the team you gotta hold you gotta hold each other accountable i have people who text me during the show Hey, hey, y'all sounding like Howard Stern right now. You want to get this ship headed right in the right direction? You know, if we get off on a wrong deal. I mean, you got to have that kind of stuff. Uh, Clayton in Mississippi. Clayton, go ahead, because we do make mistakes.
7: Uh, yes, sir. How y'all doing, Biggin? We're good, great. Good. Uh, I heard you a minute ago saying um, it was the husband's responsibility to uh, lead his wife uh, to God. Um, well,
2: it's husband's responsibility uh, to be in charge of the spiritual health of the home and scripturally to, yes, be the spiritual leader to his wife. Yes.
7: To his wife. Okay. Uh, my wife grew up. She, she wasn't, um she never went to church. Her mother never took, took her to church. Uh, I grew up in church, and um, I thought it was my responsibility to lead her to God. And we were going for a while, doing good, and then we kind of backslid and fell off when we stopped going. And um, we split up. And we've been split up since February, and um, I still feel like I have a responsibility to, to try to get her to um, accept Jesus in her heart. She, uh, she flat out told me that she doesn't believe that every time she yeah. tries to, Can to I believe you, that—, that
2: so, Sir? I don't mean to interrupt. Can I ask you a difficult question, and it's going to be difficult? And, and look, look, and I'm a guy that did not did marriage wrong and and blasphemed what God deems holy, and through my redemption and learning and the process and still being sanctified. So this is not coming from a self righteous place. But if you were a a person who was redeemed and you were a Christian, why did you marry a woman that wasn't?
7: She. The classic. He onion. had a very good yeah. heart. I mean, that is a good question. Well, the, script, script, should, the, the yeah, scripture, tells us. the Bible us, and, warned
2: you. Yeah, scripture, yeah, scripture, scripture says saying, not yeah. not to do that.
7: Well, she she didn't flat out come out and say, "Hey, I don't believe." But it, she it's obvious. She would give it a try. Yeah, and... well, it's
2: obvious, and you've admitted to it. And I'm not trying to browbeat you. I'm just saying, yeah, sometimes yes, you know, just, We're like, just being accountable. Just like in my life, the problems yeah. I have in my life, if I had done things the way God said to do these things, even in marriage, I wouldn't have some of the obstacles that I have. So we, but you know, it's just, I was just trying to say once again, the way God said to do it was probably right. Well, because it, you know, not just to be dictatorial, but it, it would create less headaches right. for you. You wouldn't have to be calling the show today. So, so, yeah, so now you're in a situation where, you know, she did not respond to the spiritual leadership because she wasn't a believer to begin with. And now you guys are separated. And I think the only thing you can do if you look at scripture, and this is Paul writing to the church at Corinth, and he said, Those of you that have spouses, that are not believers, which mean which good news. It means it yeah. happened then too, right? <laughs> okay, you, you, you so, got a lot of company right. there. Yeah. And and so what he said was, if if they choose to leave you, then you let them go. But if but if they don't, you live out the faith in front of them and let them see in your life the the redemption that you find that you have in Christ, and that may be used to bring them to Christ. You're not going to argue her to Christ. She's also you admitted debater to cry. and she also did what happened to Solomon, happened to David mm-hmm. has happened to most every man instead of you being the right influence on her, she was a negative influence on you spiritually. you said yourself y'all got out of, got out of the church, you backslid and it was
7: my fault right It was well, my fault So
2: now you don't have any credibility so so now yes, so now what you're gonna have to do is live live a, a life of credibility and then when she sees that, then you, you you're gonna have an opportunity just just like with me, one of the things that I had to struggle with the longest, and I'm still struggling with it is when when am I going to get to the point where people look at my faith and I have integrity. And in the beginning, I didn't have any integrity because all people could remember is who I used to be. And so and you know what God said? Well, I mean, do you blame them? And I have to say, no Lord, I don't. So So as time goes along, as I've matured spiritually, I hope in Christ that now I maybe have more integrity and credibility as a man of God as I once had. And hopefully five years from now, if the Lord tarries and I'm still alive, I'll have more credibility then, even more so than now, if I'm continued to be sanctified. And that's, that process has is, is been going on for a while now, and, and I'm, it's not going to stop. So you're going to have to get your life right first, and you're going to have to live out a life of integrity and credibility before you're going to have any impact on her.
4: And Clayton, here's the thing. You, you like all of us, and especially in American culture, we want to fix now. Mm-hmm. God, fix this. How do I fix this? Maybe it's not going to be that quick. But as Rick said, the answer to helping her out is you correcting you. That's right. And then you got to let the chips fall where they may.
2: Yep. So, uh, and sir- it won't
4: happen quick most of the
2: time. Yep. So it's a tough situation, but it, it's not unredeemable. That's right. We'll be back. Uh, we also- but you do see why maybe God said that to begin
4: with he was trying to what save you a headache yeah. not give you a bunch of rules
2: and make you go by it. yeah if you've ever had children and that, you... that's that's so much history. you
1: understand god more he's looking out for your own good we'll be rick back and bubba rick and bubba
2: Eight minutes to the top. Evil dictator updates. More stories about Kim Jong un. Yeah. So we have got no shame, but Bubba uh, they South Korea.
8: The me, but
2: they they won't, won't. they're claiming once again that Kim Jong un, uh, the North Korean dictator, in a coma, and his sister is set to take control. Now, haven't we been here before? Yeah, this is rumor earlier
6: that he came back, right. and now they're saying... Now, this is coming from South Korea, right? That are yeah, telling South us.
4: Korea. They, they said he had a heart procedure that went bad. Yeah, you know, they had in, him
6: dead earlier in the And
4: year. he's in a coma, and yeah. has been for quite some time, and I don't think he's going to recover. So, his sister may have to take over.
2: But, but it, they, they said... Uh, that he's in a coma, as you said, but, the, but still alive. Uh, and it says a complete secession structure has not been formed. And Well, if you're
4: an absolute dictator, why would
2: you?
1: At what point <laughs> do the people over there get sick of it and just take
2: over? gentlemen. <laughs> 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 So, um, you know, I, I, you know, I would no say, Greg, idea, if I was the North Korean people, now you got, you got to figure out where the military is. That's, that's the big. That's the key. If you, since you don't have but, guns, you know, when they take away all your guns, yeah. it, the military has to agree with you. Yeah. Because if they don't, you got no chance. So, it, it yeah, make, you, without guns, you're a trailer. You're <laughs> going wherever they tell you to
4: go. Wherever true. they hit you to, you're going. So what you you hope? They say the sister may be meaner
2: than she he looks, is. Man. Oh, okay. Look at her. Well, guys, let's look at history.
6: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Guys, I just did this. You mean like what you bloody, had, no, bloody, bloody Mary. No, no. Listen to this. Listen to this point. <laughs> that, that ain't a drink that was named after a queen. But yeah. but listen to this point, and it is absolutely biblical. Uh, we're we're putting together the curriculum for next year right now for themanchurch.com. dot We're recording it now, and it's going to be about you know eight men of the Bible, and that was it's just going to be called Real Men. The first one is the pursuit of Christ centered masculinity, and we and I was going through the thing, and we talked about it before, but going back and reading it again. So Elijah is going to be included in that, a five-week study on Elijah. Guys, Elijah stood there as the only person representing the one and only living God against 450 prophets of Baal. slayed him. He, he He slaughtered them and then found out that Jezebel was mad at him and ran for his life and told God he was ready to be done. <laughs> all, it, all it took was one crazy woman. To be mad at him. Four hundred men. He wasn't worried about fill the valley with blood. Yeah. By the way, and and he hears that Jezebel says. By the way, went and hid in a cave. You'll pay for the. He, then goes to <laughs> and says, "I'm done. Can I? Can I retire? <laughs> I'm out. That's, I mean, so I mean, you get
4: the. If, if you get a. And crazy, she doesn't look happy. You know. No. No. She's always got a frown on her face. and – I mean, if you're in charge, oh, if look you're, at that man. If you're the leader of of a country, you've got everything at your disposal. Why are you so? Why you so sad?
2: Look, and we don't know. We don't know. He's got that John what, Kerry look? No, going. we don't know whether this is true or not. This is. Uh, this is. No, this, that's what they're saying. This is what South Korea saying.
7: That's what somebody's saying.
2: Uh, let's go to Wes in Spanish Fort. Wes, that's go that. ahead. You're on, buddy.
7: Talk about changing the subject. Uh, I'm going back to y'all's football. Yeah. Uh, the football game commentary. Yes. Um. I thought everybody knew this, but to dry your shoes, put them down in front of the refrigerator with the on the oh, side yeah. with the open side yeah. toward the vent. That'll work. They'll be drying today. Greg, yes. want them today? Want him yeah, take a day?
4: You talking about the warm Standard. exhaust coming off of the refrigerator? Yeah. Never heard of that. Uh, uh, that'll yeah. work. We used Don't to do that, that too, but I, I tell you, I've got boot dryers everywhere now. That's the best. That's one of the best inventions yeah. I've ever. Ve- I mean, it's not much. They're twenty bucks, and yeah. I dry my shoes on. You remember my feet used to stink, Rick? It was a combination yes. <laughs> of of butt and, uh, oh, and Cheetos. And Cheetos. Yeah. 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 And now I don't have any problem with it just because I dry my shoes out. Go but, back.
2: Somebody write but, down. I mean, it. it, it, it did kill not, somebody. You know Speedy's I mean? not in here. Don't have time for it today. Uh, Make no a problem.
4: Note. Now you smell my shoes like it's a ventilator. Get them off. Let's smell fine. them.
2: Make a note tomorrow, Rick. Let me ask you something about something you heard in one of the messages at Gridiron that you forgot Great. to tell us. Great, and I'll talk about it on tomorrow's it's fine. show. My, my goodness, Rick, he
6: just inhaled his
4: shoes. It's fine. It's Either it's that or he's got COVID. And Pass can't it around. Smell <laughs> it. <laughs> that may be. it. think I think, he, I think <laughs> that's that's he's good. got COVID. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> I tell you that one of the most one of the you know I love a good demonstration. Kid, we got time. We need to go to these. Well, I mean, we're running out of time. Yeah, we are. How about tomorrow's show? remind me about dead downwind and mark whitlock that was the most impressive i remember that demonstrate you know i demonstrate that was i remember that to this day that was a a game
2: changer make a note of that and make a note of something i heard and i forgot to tell y'all and i can't wait to see if y'all knew it or not (laughs) and i'm gonna let everybody smell my shoe tomorrow jane and clanton jane go ahead (laughs) covid test hey
10: rick you had talked earlier about someone pointing out that you were uh not living faithfully as a christian yes and i guess not even close yeah well, but but you were still saved.
2: Uh, I'm assuming. Uh, uh I I would have a hard time supporting that scripturally. Yeah.
10: So, in order to go to heaven, then
2: you have to
6: obey
2: no. no, 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 the no. gospel. No no no, 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 no. If you have if you have been redeemed, you 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 uh, the result of that all throughout Scripture. It, and We're not talking about perfection because we still have um, you know the flesh. But the Bible is really really clear. Matthew seven. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit. Uh, many will say to me, but only those that do the will of my Father. The rest of them, I don't know right. them. Uh, you see First John chapter 2, verses 4 through 6, anyone that says they're with him but they don't obey him is a liar. Uh, John 14, you were, you were if you love right. me, you, you obey my commands. Uh, right. So I, I'm just saying that I, if, if you looked at my life for 13 years of deliberate, perpetual sin— uh, there was no. It doesn't say much about Jesus. If, if the Holy Spirit was in that life, uh, then the Holy Spirit must not be very, very powerful. Uh, and we're not. We're not talking about. We're not talking about perfection. We're not talking about never making a mistake and stumbling. But perpetual, deliberate sin. Read First John chapter three today. First John chapter three. I mean
10: talking about willfully sinning. Yes. Like what's in sin?
2: Yes, and that's what I'm talking about. The
10: willfully sin. Well then, what's the line? Where where do you know that you are saved? If you don't have
2: to obey, yeah. Well, <laughs> where eviction. is that line? Yeah, then? yeah. I mean, if, if, can you really look at your life and not tell whether you're saved or not? Uh, I mean, if you can't, then you probably have a problem. Uh, top of the hour, thanks for being with
1: us, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.